0: Hi guys, this is Ted White, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew.
1: All I can remember next is being startled out of sleep by the sound of footsteps. I was sure it was Dad, so I just sat up and listened for it. But the footsteps stopped.
0: So what I think we should do... Set aside three hours a day to fulfill our needs. One in the morning, uh, or two at night.
2: Sex, sex, sex.
3: You guys are getting boring, you know
4: that? How would you put that filthy animal back where it belongs? Come on.
3: Is this your rubber? It's
5: probably Debbie having an orgasm. How come you never scream when we have sex?
3: Give me something to scream about.
5: <laughs> Woo!
6: This feels good. I did it. I did it. I get it. Did I do it? I don't
3: think so. Sorry. I can think of much better things for you to be doing with your hands.
7: You win. What are you
0: doing? Hey, now cut that out right
1: now. That's not funny. God damn it, Harold. I spent all day yesterday washing your clothes. Look what you're doing to them.
0: What is that? I found this today. There were other parts of the body. But oh, he on, said on, to he oh. wanted me oh. to have this. Oh, yes. He wanted me to warn you. Look upon this omen. And go back from whence ye came. I have warned thee. I have warned thee.
5: Wow, three years, holy shit. Oh my god, three long years of the Skeleton Crew. How does everybody feel?
8: Exhausted.
5: (laughs) It wasn't three years in a row, we stopped and... (laughs) (laughs)
7: Yeah, I just got here, so I'm not that bad off.
5: Yeah, three years and boy, my arms tired. And for anyone who hopped on who just wants to hear the Friday the 13th Part 3 in-depth review, just forward to the one hour and two minute mark. Alrighty, Okay, good. But uh, yes, it's the Skeleton Crew. We're back. This is the Big Three Show. I've said it many times on Facebook, but if you're not on there... It's the third anniversary, the show is 103D, we're doing 3D movie, a little overview of 3D movies, and the big feature of the show is the Friday the 13th Part 3 extravaganza, because it's third anniversary, 333, and Richard Brooker, the guy who played Jason Voorhees in Friday 3, died in 2013, April... 8th i believe and this show is coming out on april 2nd that's tonight april 2nd and it's a couple days before but it all still comes together because it's so soon now guys i bet a lot of people didn't even notice that intro we played in the beginning of the show did anybody notice (laughs) the tie-ins together
7: um it was all about people having sex
5: yeah but if you if you listen to that if you go back to the beginning of the show it can play as one long conversation
3: Yes, you know what it reminds me of. I'll sum it up. It was like an orgy gone gone bad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was a great orgy,
3: lots of funny moments, everything else, and at the end, some asshole had to fucking wound it.
5: Yeah, with his, uh, he had parts of the body. Well, <clears throat> the one is like he goes, she goes, he could be doing much better things with your hands. So then all of a sudden he goes, okay, you win, and then you're supposed to think he starts jerking off, and then Vera goes, hey. That's not funny. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. And then and then she goes, God damn it. Look what you did to your clothes. I was cleaning them all morning. Yes. And it's like, so he's getting all over his clothes. And the other guy goes, I found this today. <laughs> there were other parts of the body. As if cum is a different part of your body. <laughs> wait, wait. Did he find cum or did he find a dick? Well, I, I don't know. You can interpret it any anyway, I, thought it, I, was, I, I
7: thought it was a, a schlong. I think it was
3: Paul's dick that he found from Yeah.
5: <laughs> And then the one part where she's like, How come you never make me scream? Give me something to scream at then you hear, Oh, this feels good. Did I do it? I did it, didn't I? Me- meaning I made you come. <laughs> yes. And then she goes, I don't think so. And he goes, sorry.
7: Yeah, I don't think I don't think Shelly is, is talented in that area, unfortunately.
5: Yeah, let's have a poll, guys. Could could Shelly make Vera come to to a climax?
8: <laughs> well you know what they <laughs> said in Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, is that like the jocks spend all their time thinking about sports and the nerds spend all their time thinking about sex so nerds are good at sex uh,
5: true. uh is there any nerds on the show that answers the question for me thankfully, yes. i just like to say that i'm a nerd yeah okay so are you did you think about sex your whole life yes yes and when you went to finally do it did you what did you do like imitate what you watched in all those movies
3: um, I was educated through rap music, I would say, more than anything.
5: <laughs> yo, fuck the pussy! The bitch likes it, yo! I like to <laughs> stick my dick in that hoe! Two Live Crew really,
3: really uh, brought it up for me, you know? Yeah. That's when I uh, learned how to do shit, and then, you know. So, so you slap your
8: women around and then sell them on the street after you no. done? No!
3: <laughs> Two Live Crew's all about the love, mama! I'm, I'm a pimp, kidding. my bitch! I'm like kidding. it was 1976! I'm a pimp, my bitch! <laughs> You know, none of us are really going to be free until Nerd
5: Persecution ends.
6: (laughs) I love that movie.
5: Me too. (laughs) Mike, you started The Skeleton Crew with me, just me and you and Dan, and it's three years later. You know, you weren't here the whole time, but how do you feel knowing that the show is still going strong and you're on it, it's your show again, and you're here and having a great time? How do you feel about all that?
7: overwhelmed kind of actually um because we talked off air about certain things uh before the other day and uh i I don't know i'm just uh i'm glad to be back and i just think that it's uh everything just seems to get better with time with the skeleton crew so
5: yeah, you know, you you did the other thing. You said it was clearly out of anger and hatred towards me <laughs> when we had a little fallout. And you always felt that even though you were doing that and you were doing it sort of out of spite and at the, to show me and all that type of stuff, at the same time, you felt this is where you really belong. Right. And it is. And I felt that way, too. When I was listening to you, <clears throat> I, you weren't the same, Mike, that you were here. And, uh, you know, I always felt that... <laughs> It's the friendship and the bonds that we had here, and that's what laid down the foundation for a good uh, camaraderie on the show.
7: Yes, definitely.
5: And then we have the savior of the show, Jamie Jenkins. Jamie, yes. what's up?
8: Hang on a second. Let me climb down off this cross.
6: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
8: I, I am. I cannot believe that uh, that we're still here. I'm so excited because we had that whole, you know, we're ending at show 100 thing looming over our heads for so long, and I mean, which we we're totally serious about, you know. And um, but things just sort of swung in a different direction, and uh, you know, and instead of stopping, we kind of picked up momentum and i'm so thrilled to have the lineup that we have now to still be going to have all of our amazing listeners out there i cannot tell you how happy i am that that we didn't stop
9: yeah
5: it seemed to be meant to be (laughs) you know like we always say um yeah we were dead serious there were no behind the scenes conversations at all where we were like well, yeah, we'll get them all into thinking we're leaving and then we'll like make a big surprise and say, "Ta-da, guess what? We're still here." Like that never happened.
8: <laughs> no, I mean, we we that was going to be it. And I know there are people out there who think that. I mean, who who think that we yeah, you're never going anywhere. But as far as we were concerned, we were. And, you know, I voiced it all the time how upset that I was and I didn't want it to end and um you know, so we were that was the end. That was it. Yeah. So it's just,
5: I'm, And think about it, we wouldn't trick you anyway, because what would we gain by making you think we were done and then we're still here and you guys just stop coming around, you know? (laughs) We probably hurt ourselves. There are probably some people who who think we just left and didn't hear the end of show 100 where we said, oh, by the way, we're not leaving. (laughs) So they just never listened to 102.
8: Like, well, I can take that off my iTunes list. and.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what would that gain us? So no, we weren't we weren't lying about that. It wasn't like some big uh, thing to build up suspense. No, um, and plus I wasn't uh, trying to get leverage for a, a contract from a company that said, "No, leave, just don't, don't quit. I'll give you another hundred thousand a year." A
3: contract. Yeah, we don't got shit. We don't
5: get fucking Amazon cards over here. So
3: but, Alex is definitely. <laughs> telling the truth because how many times you said I call it, this is ending, blah, 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 and it had nothing to do with me because this was even before I made appearances on the show. I'm like, man, you really want to walk away? Come on, don't do that. This is this. and I kept saying, don't do that, you know, because I didn't want it to end. I was fucking loving it. And, um, you know, it came to be where it is now, but.
6: Yeah,
5: so much changed. And yeah, the, it's so different now. It's, almost, it's weird, man. This show is like. Its own entity it's not even it's not even about anybody here in particular because it seems that no matter what happens this show just keeps kind of rebirthing itself and reinventing itself and existing it's like a cockroach
7: we no, no matter what you do with like, it.
8: it's body jumping like jason goes to hell <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> yeah.
7: come here alex let me vomit into your mouth
5: <laughs> Maybe we should quit if this is like Jason goes to hell. I think it's time to wrap <laughs> things up. Thank you, guys. We, no, love no, no, you. No. we just
8: have to start doing the show from space and we'll be fine.
5: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah.
3: This is kind of like a 90210 scenario, basically. Yeah? How's that? Well, it's a brand name and they kept changing the lineup and it kept being successful regardless. Wow, that is right. So there you go. The 90210 of horror podcasts, right here. <laughs> I. I I want to say I'm Dylan.
5: Shit. Okay, I'm Noah, at least.
3: No, I'm sorry. Alex, you're obviously Dylan. Mike, you could be... uh, You're there since the beginning. You're not... Oh, wait, he's
7: David. You're David. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. God damn it. I wanted to be Brenda Jamie could be
3: whatever woman she chooses, because
7: she has that right. She she could be... She's probably...
3: Brenda,
5: man. She's the only... No.
8: Brenda left. I'm not leaving. Kelly.
3: Kelly was there day one to day
8: end. Yeah, but I haven't been there since day one. Okay, Valerie. Okay,
5: done Yep, okay Tiffany Abertheisen And she kind of looks like her anyway and So I guess I'm like No, arf, I'm no like. you're Steve, dude You're the party guy Oh, right, all right I'm the all party right, guy All right, we're all set 902.0 Let's cue the
6: music <laughs> Okay
5: Okay <laughs> So Dave, you came in in 2015. is that how we did that? Yeah all right 2015 so Dave uh, you know <clears throat> has been great dude. you're like a breath of fresh air uh, we needed we needed that life spark. We were all down about how things happened but <clears throat> it turned out that man it's been the best time ever. I think this is this is the best. Jamie even said it. She was joking around and she said this season's going to be the one. I couldn't imagine really topping 2013 because we just did so many things that were so memorable. But I think it's possible, guys.
6: Wow,
3: it could be. I'm thrilled to be part of this. I
8: think so.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, I mean, so far the the last episode. Well, I sent you a text and I was like, this is my favorite show since '88.
5: Right. And I was clip? dead
8: serious about that when I was, yeah, when I was listening oh. to that show, I'm like, God, this, I mean, because there was more to it than that, you know, I mean, the Let's show go. is the whole, the show on the whole, I was like, I love this episode. <laughs> and, um, you know, and it's amazing because I've, I have always said, I don't know how we're we're going to top 88 because that had been my favorite up to that point that I was involved in. And like that was just so much fun to do. And it was so epic in length, and and we just all had such a great time. Well, most of us had a great time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I don't know how we could top the experience of that. It was just phenomenal. And then when I'm listening to this last episode,
5: I'm like, fucking shit, this is good. Well, Jamie, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to make fun. you. I'm going to make you a guarantee. Uh oh, what's that? In writing, I, I want my name attached to this statement. This show here will be the best show ever since show 88. Wow. I guarantee by, by the time this is done, everyone's going to go, oh, shit. They are back. Full force. Nothing has changed. It's only better. By the time you're done with this show, this will be the greatest experience you've had on the Skeleton Crew since 88. That is in writing. Stamp- are you
8: going to like pop out of their earbuds and give everyone a hand job?
5: Notarized. Hey, <laughs> Hold on, I- am taking an earbud out.
7: I'm waiting for you to... <laughs> Alright, ready, yeah. Mike? Yeah. Uh, yeah, please, reach- Oh my god, that feels so good. Oh, fuck yes, keep it going.
5: I creamed up my hand and everything, here you go.
7: Oh, god.
5: Okay, whoa, watch where you're shooting that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't say I was, uh, taking one on the chest.
7: That was like a 30-second deal. <sighs> oh, god, I'm man. so embarrassed, I just don't know what to do.
5: Why, well, you're lasting three times as long as you usually do.
7: I know, it's <laughs> unbelievable.
5: All right, well, okay, well, that's that's the intro for the big anniversary show. Guys, I want to thank you ahead of time. A lot of you sent in these really nice voicemails and things like that. Thank you so much to everybody who, who has done that.
10: Hey there, Skeleton Crew. Logan Winton here. Uh, I just want to say congratulations on the three years. I can't believe it's been this long. I've been listening to the very first episode like ever since it premiered, and I've listened to you ever since, every episode. I love all of y'all so much, and uh, I gotta say that these past few episodes have been my favorite just because I love the lineup, I love you, Alex, I think you're a genius, Jamie, I love you, and I love the fact that Mike's back and you brought in Dave, you got a perfect chemistry together, all of y'all, and this is just my favorite show, it's right up there with the Howard Stern Show, Alex, and I just want to say congratulations on everything y'all have done, and keep doing what you're doing. Can't
5: wait to see what else y'all put out. Papa Bowie. Mike, we're going to get into the 3D horror uh, before we jump into Friday the 13th. But before that, the last show stirred up so much reaction. And this guy, I don't know what it takes to convince this person of any logic, but he has a response. The guy we talked about the last show who told Jamie that she doesn't know what she's talking about. Because there were slashers such as uh, The Shining, Amityville Horror. There were slashers like Goodfellas. There were slashers like Return of the Living Dead. Because the guy <laughs> used a screwdriver. Oh, that's right. So tell tell us what he has more to say, on and I, it is the last time you're getting airtime. <laughs> yeah. That's <a> <laughs> game. no more. Uh,
8: it's gonna be bad. I can tell by Mike's laugh.
5: <laughs> so Mike, tell us what what is this guy's name, by the way? You're gonna wanna cut this because
6: I
7: don't know. It's B, right? Oh, it's not Brandon. This is a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's Jesus Christ. I, Just sent, call him the I, 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 I sent him I sent him some, some some Blu-rays before, and I thought his name was fucking Herbert West. So I wrote on the package Herbert West and he's like, <laughs> It's Re-animator. great that you think I'm the guy
9: from Reanimator and I put I'm like, yeah. West. Come on,
7: Mike. Names.
8: Oh, shit. He may as well have called himself Jason Voorhees. What the
7: you know? <laughs> hell? Well, he probably thinks for animators is a slasher, too. Um, okay. Yeah, he used a needle.
6: <laughs> that
9: pierced the skin. needle.
7: <laughs>
5: okay. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, so, what did he oh. say this time? Is Jamie still wrong? Okay.
7: Okay, one last question for Jamie Jenkins. Carpenter did shoot additional scenes in Halloween 2 to make it more slashery. But in 1979, Carpenter had to recut The Fog to put the slasher element in the film because the original cut had zero stabbing in it. Carpenter oh. said... We know. We listen to Banana Laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car- All right. Carpenter said that in The Fog commentary, The Fog was released on February 8, 1980. So how did Friday the 13th influence Carpenter to do that? Which just... Because wait, the fog
8: isn't a fucking slasher, that's <laughs> how.
7: <laughs> which which just tells St- me Halloween 2 would have been made more slashery anyway since Carpenter had Rick Rosenthal sh- to shoot additional scenes. That's... Now, wait wait, 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 hold on, wait, okay. Carpenter shot additional scenes for Halloween 2, oh. not Rosenthal. So I think that was a little misstep on his part. Okay, what, so what he's saying is how could...
5: Friday Thirteenth have kicked off right. the slasher craze when the Fog was made the same year, and they wanted to inst- uh, put more slasher. That has elements. Did to
8: do with Halloween Two, which came out in nineteen eighty one.
3: He's trying to credit the f- the Frog. Yeah, he's trying like <laughs> <laughs> combined
7: the two. The Fog here. <laughs>
8: he's trying. I guess what he's trying to say is that because it was clear he wanted some stabbing in the Fog that. Then that led to the,
5: s- slasher the slashers
8: and uh, the slasheriness of Halloween Two. Yes. Are you out He's of your sorry. fucking mind? The fog is not even a slasher. Who cares if there's? T- okay, look, let me, I just got one definitive thing to say here. Stabbing does not equal slasher, nor does it equal slasher elements. Period. I'm sorry. You cannot classify a film as a slasher just because someone stabs in it. And you can't say that it has slasher elements because there are more elements to being a slasher than someone being stabbed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the fog does not fall under that. It has nothing to do with anything. What he's just said yeah. is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever ever heard. At no point in his rambling, incoherent response was he even close to anything that could be, that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room and everyone listening to this show is now dumber for having listened to it. I award him no points, and may God have mercy on his soul. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you, Mystery Man. Uh, if you want to say anything else to us, you got to join the Facebook page. Yeah. Skeleton crew group page, not the one with the 6,000 people on it. The one with less people join that page and you can interact with us that way. We Wait. can give you no more airtime. Yes. Mike. So
7: I post stuff on that thing that has 6,000 things and you're saying nobody even looks at it. Nope. No, they're a waste.
3: Those God fucking like pages. Damn it. They, they suck. Damn it. <laughs> Who cares, Mike? It's, the, it's not going to fall on deaf ears. Somebody. Might. Oh,
5: no, no. Mike, they. That's uh, a lot. Yeah. It's it's more interactive to be on the group page. That's ah, I see. <clears throat> okay, I see. so we'll be right back, guys.
10: What's up, Boneheads? It's Will Wilhelm checking in. Loving the new era of the crew. It just keeps getting better and better. Um, as far as what I'd like to see for the future, I think Dave Z is on to something with something he mentioned on the group page of doing a Nightmare on Elm Street versus Hellraiser franchise battle i think that would be pretty awesome to hear uh, i'd actually like to hear you cover the chucky movies i think that would be pretty cool and above all else i'd like to see you do a commentary for all Hallows Eve this october i think that would be awesome but whatever you decide to do
5: i know it'll be epic as always true for life yep all right guys we're back with the 3d segment do do wow there it is guys Dave Z acapella or not acapella acoustically it's like a beatbox in my brain beatbox of Friday 13 3 theme song thank you Dave
7: oh, I got a headache now I'm all dizzy from banging my head Mm. Now, we want this show to be
5: primarily Friday 13th, because everyone that's what everyone's waiting for, so we will get to that. Real quick, though, we just want to gloss over the 3D movie in general. Now, when did 3D movies... When was the first 3D movie, guys?
8: The first commercially released 3D film was
5: 1922. Jesus! Wow! wow. 22? Did they have movies back then? then
8: (laughs) Yeah. And back then they used stereoscope where it would be projected on two different screens and then you would view it through a stereoscope so that it would merge the two images together.
3: (laughs) So it was kind of like what they did with Star Wars when they had fucking Princess Leia, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Like it was something that was uh, a picture portrayed in front of somebody like a, you know what I'm saying? Or no? Like a hologram? Like a hologram type thing to to the best that they could do with, you know. Actually, in
8: 1922, I think that's the first time they started using the glasses, the red and blue glasses that we know before that uh, was when they used the stereoscope thing. But 1922 being the first commercially released film was when they used the anaglyph glasses, the red and blue
5: anaglyph. Wow. <clears throat> Those glasses look cool, like on the guy in Back to the Future. If you just walked... Can you walk around with those like he did? Or is that just for the movie? Like, could you make that your look?
3: You could do anything you want. Yeah.
5: No, I mean, does it actually... Can you see out of that? Like, is it... Can you, uh...
8: Can you walk around with 3D glasses on? Is that... Yeah, it's just... Yeah, does
5: it mess up your eyes or anything?
8: I don't think so. No, um, it doesn't. No. Um, as a matter of fact, there... <laughs> God, I'm such a dork. Um, <laughs> nice. I still have my 3D glasses from when the creature from the Black Lagoon was... Shown on television, yes, in 3D. And when I was a kid, I used to wear those all the time.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
8: did. I used to wear yes. them all the time.
3: <laughs> Got any pictures? No. Oh,
8: damn!
5: That would have been cool. <laughs>
8: that was back when people didn't give a shit and they didn't take pictures of their, <laughs> pictures of their kids as much.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, those 3D glasses? Are they good at hiding uh, droopy retard eyes?
6: <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
5: I should get a pair.
3: Hey, <laughs> Alex, you have a pair. I know you bought the last Friday the 13th part three piece of shit DVD that came with them. Those are old school.
5: Yeah, I actually tried watching the Friday the 13th part three in in 3D on Who'd my Blu ray. You got a headache. Headache within 15 minutes. Me I too. was done with it. It just wasn't worth it. They I'll
8: also, tell you what, if you have the Nightmare box set, it comes with 3D <sighs> glasses.
5: Mm-hmm. What movie on that is 3D? Freddy's Sick? Dead. Yeah, the last 10 it's minutes. It's just
8: the last 10 minutes or so.
5: What? Yeah, but the cool thing is they told you when to put them on. Remember that? Right, yeah. I heard that in the – they made an announcement. Did they really stop people in the middle of the movie and say put them on?
3: No, Freddie told you to put them on or somebody else. Something happened in the movie. No, his
7: daughter His daughter did it because I was in the theater, okay. I remember, and they told you like when when, when Maggie puts these glasses on, that's when mm-hmm. you're supposed to put them on or something.
8: Yeah, there was an obvious – it was an obvious cue. You knew when to do it. Plus if you didn't, after that point, it looked funny. So
7: you kind of you kinda had to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember I didn't put them on right away, and then the screen started to look all messed up, and I was like, I think there's something wrong with the film.
5: One guy. Mike, out of everybody. There
8: has to be one. There's always
3: one. Hey, asshole! (laughs) This is the (laughs) guy! Do you hear what she's saying? (laughs) Oh.
6: mm, mm, Sorry. Mm, mm, mm. I'm that guy.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Does everybody do that? Cuz I do it every time I watch a 3D movie. At one point in the movie, I take the glasses off just to see it without just for a second. Yes, I do okay. it too. Thank you. Uh, I don't feel so bad. All right.
5: Yep. You know, with the new 3D movies like now how you do it, uh, you know, with like Avengers and all that. I my brain, my eyes, my signal, whatever you, it is, the information that's given I guess through the window of your eye it doesn't translate to me so uh, when I watch these movies I'll see 3D for a little while and eventually it just stops working so I don't get anything out of it like to me there's almost nothing 3D when I watched Avengers almost nothing was in 3D
8: so like what if you close your eyes and then like reset I don't know (laughs) <laughs> One of the best experiences I've had with recent 3D technology was My Bloody Valentine, the remake. Yes. Yes. That was so good. I remember being so impressed at how it just looked like you could stand in the room with them. It was amazing to me. And I, I, would just, I was just impressed with that film all the way around. I really like it. And uh, so it, it having good 3D just made it that much better. But I, hadn't, I haven't seen a lot of films in 3D since then. I've seen a couple, but you know how for a while there, every single movie was coming out in 3D? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, most of the time, I just don't bother because I figure, like The Hobbit, for instance, I did not see that in 3D because I figured those films look good anyway. What's the point? I don't know. It has to be something really special for me to want to do it. And, like, if there's a horror film that will come out in 3D, I'll usually watch that, but... Anything else, I don't really care.
3: It's been a while, huh? The last, I can't remember the last horror film that was 3D well, that I had interest in. Because my buddy Valentine, uh, right, it was fucking... And I would
5: say... I Atkins! In, Atkins! Atkins? Yeah. Oh, yeah, his jaw coming off? Holy fuck. Awesome. Shouldn't Halloween 3 have been in 3D? That would have been cool. In 3D. Yeah, it should have. Everything else was three more. Everything else was in 3
8: Right. Yeah, yeah. Jaws three in 3D. Nightmare. I mean, Nightmare of Friday the Thirteenth three in 3D. Amityville three was in 3D. Yep.
5: If you think about it, even the Skeleton Crew.
8: For some reason, if you put a three in the title, they figure they have to make it 3D. Oh, it wait was, a minute.
3: Why ah, does that sound
5: familiar? Exactly. <laughs> the skeleton. Literally, the Skeleton Crew did that both times. It did it with. The third show was Friday 3D. Was it in 3D?
7: Oh, that's right. I think we yeah, were.
5: Our show was in 3D, yeah.
7: That's hilarious.
5: In show 103, we did 3D again. So we're we're the 80s horror of a podcast. Fucking retro, baby.
8: <laughs> I remember school. going to see Jaws 3 in 3D. I saw Friday 3 in 3D.
5: I saw Captain Evo in 3D. Captain EO? Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Michael Jackson?
3: <laughs> you didn't see it then. I, I did see it. At yeah? Epcot Center. When, when Epcot Center first opened up, that was like the big, big attraction. Oh, come see Captain EO in
5: 3D. Now, which one of his fake noses hit you in the face?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: his 18th one?
3: <laughs> well, speaking of noses and Disney, one of the best things I've ever seen in 3D is the Muppets. <laughs> fucking show and um, the one they have in Florida I think they call it Hollywood Studios whatever it is in 3D there's a 3D show you go to and it's set up with the old Muppet show you know did just like the old theater used to be and it is incredible shit comes right out into your it's probably the best 3D I've ever seen it's the Muppets 3D if you ever go to California or, or Florida go check that shit out man I am
5: I'm gonna go to Simpsons Land yeah. dude it's
3: awesome That my buddy Valentine in 3D like Jamie says was amazing uh, blew me away. And Avatar. Or, or those three things are probably the best, in Phenomenal. my opinion. Yeah, they are. Saw 3D sucked a fucking act. What a ripoff there. That's why I don't go to 3D movies anymore, because of the Saw 3D Oh, thing. Final
8: Destination was in 3D, but that was the shitty one. Um, yeah, 4. Yeah. Part 4, the only yep. one of that series that I can't fucking stand.
5: Agreed. Never saw it. Yeah. Never saw it. Get it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what about 3D TVs, guys? Now, how does this work? Do you have to wear glasses when you watch that?
8: Yes. Which means if you want to have people over, then you have to make sure you, that you have enough glasses for everyone to wear them, <laughs> which is expensive, you know, oh. and Bo is really big into 3D TV, like he loves his, but um, I <clears throat> have never really thought it was, you know, an investment that I wanted to make. No, No, especially since so many people seem to have an aversion to three. It doesn't bother me, but a lot of people seem to have an aversion to 3D. Like they get headaches, and you know it bothers them. And so then I'm thinking, well, you know, if I can't make everybody happy, then why bother?
3: Right. You know, I've never seen Friday 3 in 3D with the glasses. For the for what Alex said, every person I've known that has watched that has said it gave them a headache. Everybody.
6: And, and I I'm have not movie. watched
8: it. You mean since the re like on at home?
3: I've never ever seen. I didn't see that the movies. The first movie I ever saw of Friday was the final chapter on opening night. So I, I I didn't see it, but I've never seen it in you know ever in three D. I wish I could.
5: Right, you know, I'm just amazed that <clears throat> nobody's ever made the effort to take Friday three and post-convert the 3D. Take the 2D, post-convert it, and put it in theaters, and let us watch it with the normal glasses, and make it, like, more 3D. You know what I mean?
3: Someone should package them all together.
8: I don't have any clear memories of how good the 3D was. Also, I was a kid, so pretty much anything was going to impress me. Um, (laughs) So, I remember thinking it was awesome when I was a little kid, but that doesn't mean anything about, you know, how it actually is. Although, Jason has seen it in 3D recently, and he says the 3D holds up really well, it, it, that it looks amazing in the 3D that it currently has. You know, the
5: the same... The blue and red, yeah.
8: Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I'd like to watch it again to see what I think of it now. I mean, I remember just as a kid, I was like, oh, my... See, but as a kid, I also thought Jaws 3 was good, so...
5: Ooh, okay. Stop listening to Jamie as a kid. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Well, stop I watched, watching in my seven year old opinion. That doesn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with how I feel now.
5: Yeah, I love submarine. <laughs> For the first time
3: since I was a child, I watched Jaws 3.
8: Oh my goodness. That's just is to so see.
5: Mad. Amityville 3. What was yeah, that? About?
3: I watched them back to back a couple nights ago. I watched Jaws 3D and Amityville 3,
6: right in a row. I
8: love Amityville 3D. That oh, one's Yeah, I really do. Oh, um the, that series it as far as I'm concerned, it can stop at three. <laughs> and then you know, after that, I'm done because I don't need haunted household objects.
5: Um, yeah. Oh, you didn't you didn't see the beater one? You ever see the beater, the haunted beater?
3: No.
5: They were making breakfast one more. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Right. Uh, Be- I don't know what you meant when you said a beater. An egg beater.
3: Yeah, I get it now. I just <laughs> like a beater. What the fuck? Someone's beating on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> right?
5: I know. I should have set that up better. <laughs>
6: know, what, what
5: is
8: it? <laughs> beating off in 3D?
6: What? Ah,
5: <laughs> that's what we need. 3D. It comes right at you. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. yeah, Brian
8: only likes the first two And he doesn't really care for the third one But I really me like either.
5: it I- <clears throat> Alright so what's everyone's favorite 3D movie Before we wrap this up uh, Mike what's your favorite 3D movie and why
7: Avatar because it's the first one that I saw In the new style and I really like The new style and it kind of like Immersed me in the theatrical 3D experience so I was like alright I'm down with this yeah. hmm. uh, Jamie
8: Creature from the Black Lagoon Why? Uh, Well, I, one, I always, that's my favorite Universal film. I absolutely love it. And I do have clear memories of seeing that as a kid when in 3D. And I thought it was just fantastic. So it doesn't look as good as, say, My Bloody Valentine. If I had to choose a recent one, that's what I would say, would be My Bloody Valentine. Um, But, you know, it's my favorite. I love it.
5: Cool. Uh, Dave Z.
3: Well, Avatar fucking blew me away. In 3D when I saw it, but it's not. I, I would rather watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Three over any other movie that was ever made in 3D. So, right. I gotta go. There.
5: And Mike, you approve of uh, House of Wax 3D? You recently watched that? You said it's a solid. The Vincent
7: flick? Price one, yes, and that is my favorite Vincent Price film. Yeah, um, that's that a great one. This point.
8: I just watched that recently too. That's yeah, a that's good. That's good stuff.
5: Yeah, I got. it. I will watch it. Matt Wizel,
0: skeleton crew. 3 years. <laughs> Yay. I mean, I thought you guys quit last year. I fucking sent you a fucking voicemail with Dave that where I almost cried because the show meant so much to me. And then, nope. Pull that rug right out. I'm not quitting. I'm going to keep going. Well, fuck you, Skeleton Crew. Fuck you for making me feel feelings. Sons of bitches. J.K. L.O.L. Hashtag love the show. Three years, fuckers. Uh, It's a very proud moment in any podcast to make it three years and to do what you guys do. It's great. I love that Dave is officially on the show now and that Michael J. is back. Get the F out of here. That is pretty awesome. Uh, The dynamic you guys have now is, is wonderful. I'm so glad to keep it going, and, uh, you know, since 100, everything you guys have done has been great, um, yeah, I, I can't say enough, you guys are awesome, so congratulations on three years, and go fuck yourself.
5: All right, man, thanks for that voicemail, thank you, everybody who submitted something, we all really appreciate it, thank you again, uh, so, real quick story, before we get into Friday the 13th, Part 3D, I have a, a very sad story. You know, <clears throat> this show is sort of to honor the life and uh, contributions of Richard Brooker to horror. He was the first guy to don the mask and uh, introduce us to the, the non-hillbilly Jason, uh, the more modern killer and things like that. So, you know, he's, he's very important. And he passed away. Two years ago, almost today. Now, I have a story. When I met him at a convention, I met him. We talked. You know, I asked him about <clears throat> how come you weren't in part four, all that kind of, you know, typical stuff. He signs the autograph and takes the picture. And I said, okay, thanks. And I just walked away. And then about 30 minutes
7: later, I realized, hey, I never paid him. Wow. Confessions. <laughs> I'm surprised you got away with that because usually they have somebody that's on top with all that stuff. Yeah, nobody was like, hey, 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 come
5: here. Come here, $20. I don't, oh, don't know it was
8: he cares. 20
7: bucks.
5: He's dead. What does he care? Yeah. I really don't
8: think he cares.
7: You don't think so? <laughs> right.
8: Yeah, I don't no, think, I don't think he cares about anything right now.
7: <laughs> well, you know what he, you know what he's going to do, Alex? Well, is that what I'm asking? Well, hold on. Here's what he's going to do. You better, like, watch your back or, like, look up at this guy because he's going to put the mask on. And get a harpoon or a spear gun and, and shoot one down at you. Yeah, I, I stole from Jason.
3: I got it, Alex. You can redeem yourself. Okay. Now, now I'm. this is a precursor uh, and part prediction. I don't know. But you guys reviewed this movie a long time ago.
5: Uh, we tore it apart.
3: You, you, tore, you okay. did. You especially tore it apart. <laughs> now, what did you initially, what was the rating you gave it? Um.
5: Probably. Uh, well, back then I think we were doing one out of ten. We were. Yeah. Right. We were. Yeah. Yeah. So, geez, I don't know. I, I probably gave it a three. A three or a four. Some. <laughs> okay. Pitiful.
3: Well, maybe now, uh, upon this viewing and for this review and everything else and the discussions we've had since '88 and everything else, maybe right. you can redeem yourself by uh, seeing this film for what it really is.
8: Why don't you just, at the next convention you go to, just slip a twenty to Kane Hodder? He probably needs it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, White. There. give it to Ted White. You're gonna come up here in June. We'll see Ted White, and you know.
5: Yeah, Ted, you, can you believe I was going through all my autographs and putting them in this binder, and I actually lost my Ted White, my part five, Jason. I lost that, and uh, I feel like I lost other people. I'll know when I look at the pictures later on because a lot you of lost my
8: Roy's autograph.
5: Yeah
7: that's horrible
5: i can't believe i haven't bought it actually (laughs) (laughs) that was more amazing i was like holy shit i lost this then i went holy shit i bought that
3: (laughs) is he a nice guy dick whelan
5: Uh, who friggin' remembers
3: damn you don't remember you've met so many of these people you don't even know
9: wow no i've never met anybody I'm down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney I'm down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney I'm down with Mahoney, down, down
4: with Mahoney I'm down with Mahoney, down, down Hey, it's Rob, call me Father Mahoney here And I've been asked to do a little review on Friday the 13th, part 3 Thank you, Alex, for this opportunity Okay, so I was told to list a couple of Strong points and weak points. Here we go. Strong point number one. One of the strongest Jasons in the whole series, Richard Brooker. Richard brings like a menacing um, outtake to Jason. Uh, the first Jason to really actually scare the crap out of me. Can we say crap? Anyways, um, just how he goes about his business. You see him always lurking. You see him always there. But he's, he never comes out to say, hey, look at me. But, you know, he's always there lur- lurking around. And uh, to me, that's thats the scariest part of him. And especially when the part when Shelly ends up uh, accidentally giving him the mask. Well, not giving it to him. But just Jason saying, hey, that's my mask. When Jason first comes on the scene with that mask. Oh, my God. When... The the chills that went down my spine. And, uh, you know, a new serial killer was born to me. So Jason got his identity from part three, in my opinion. Um, Strong point number two. A strong background cast consisting of Larry Zerner, Jeffrey Rogers, Catherine Parks, David Kadams, Rachel Howard. I mean, that whole background cast is just, to me, I think the best background cast in the whole series. You got the uh, comic relief of what I call the uh, Cheech and Chong of the series. Chili and Chuck, hilarious. Um, Catherine Parks, who's like the the reasonable one, keeping Chris, you know, like things are going to be all right, Chris. And uh, Andy as the zany friend of Shelly which I never understood that uh, friendship it's like odds and ends with them but Shelly hilarious Shelly to me is iconic you know if he never ever ever showed up in another Friday the 13th movie he made his mark already um, strong point number three uh, non-factor characters dying what I mean by this is there's a great background story of this is a, this is the day after part two, and yeah, you, know, you see uh, like Ali, Loco, Fox, who have have the run in with Shelly at the um, the convenience store, and they end up trying to come back for revenge. And you know they had nothing to do with being at this being at uh, Higgins Haven. They had nothing to do with that, but they end up dying. And in the beginning, we have Edna and Harold. Who had nothing to do with anything at all? They just live there, and you know, and is watching the news and seeing, oh my God, you know, the people have survived. And here's Jason saying, "Hey, guess what? I'm killing you." So, I, I think it had great, what I call non non-factor characters dying and showing that it's not just your main characters and your backgrounds that are in trouble, but anyone can die in a Jason movie. Okay, so now that we get those out of the way, the three weakest parts. Once again, this is just my opinion, and I know I'm gonna probably upset some people. Number one, the lead actors, Paul Cochrane, Rick, and Dana Kimmel. I think is one. She may be the one of the surviving cast members, but to me, I think her acting is just less than tolerable um, yeah. I find her screeching at parts like I just want to lower the TV when she's always crying uh, I know it's a little harsh but but what's funny she also has some of the coolest lines like uh, no you can't be alive you know that's iconic but it's delivered by someone that to me, I think is one of the worst surviving ladies. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody, but my opinion. Number two, Abel. Um, I, Abel, I thought was creative at first, but the more I looked into it, I thought Mom, this is a crazy Ralph ripoff. If I've ever seen one, um, you know, he finds the eyeball. You know, he's crazy. He's just. I, I, I just think that If you're going to try to rip off a crazy Ralph you Do it in more fashion Give him more screen time You know you see him one time on the side of the road Hey he looks like my grandfather um, It's To me I think it was a wasted scene uh, I see what they're trying to go for But to me I think it failed um, And three the cheesy ending I call it the part one rip-off with, um, Mrs., uh, with the part one when Mrs., uh, when Jason comes out and grabs, um, uh, her at the end. But part three, they have the reverse Mrs. Voorhees dead corpse jump out and grab Chris. Um, they could have been more creative again in that. Instead of Mrs. Voorhees, they could have had, like, Jason or anyone else just have a, to me I thought they could have ended it with the whole Jason uh, with the dream sequence with uh, Jason uh, breaking through the door and coming after him in the water and then uh, had him like jump into the water or something but when she realizes it's just a dream and then you see it's like a double dream to me it's I don't know I call me crazy but I just think that it was a part one ripoff, and they had, I think that's what they were trying to do too much. They were trying to recreate something that was un, un uncreatable again. So, um, to me, I think they could have gone with a stronger ending and, um, I think that's all I got for you. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. You know, I, I know I enjoyed doing it. Thank you, Alex, for, uh, letting me do this. And, uh, I hope to hear you guys On the crew again Skeleton crew To me is Well Skeleton crew And Banana Laser I have come to grow fondly of Um the fact the Banana Banana Laser is the one that created The character of Father Mahoney After all And Uh Me and producer Pete going at it <laughs> yeah, I think uh We should have Next time we should have Uh, Mahoney killing uh, Brandon Lee this time (laughs) Just a pop shot And um, Just so you know That I do listen to you guys And you guys are hilariously funny Uh, I have a lot in common With all of you Um, I know that's Gotta send a chill up and down Dave's spine (laughs) But uh, Me and Dave share a lot of wrestling stuff You know uh, He's a wrestling fan He's, He's a wrestling fan uh, Jamie Jenkins, I think she's hilarious. Uh, and uh, Alex, what can I say? Hats off to you, my Mahoney, Father Mahoney, out.
9: I'm down. down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. I'm down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. I'm down with Mahoney, down, down with Mahoney. I'm down, down with Mahoney, down, down.
10: R-E-S-P-E-C-T That is what it means to me The Skeleton Crew's three year anniversary Congratulations on three years Of the Skeleton
5: Crew Yeah
10: Cosmic Creepers here Just wanting to say congratulations And thank you For sticking around and doing this shit For three years That's a lot of time Um, A lot of entertainment You've provided us boneheads with um and I really do appreciate it. I can say my life is better with the crew in it. So and the show's the best it's ever been. So congratulations on that too. You guys all rock. Love having Michael J back. Dave Z, always awesome. Jamie Jenkins, incredible, Alex Edwards. The man. I'm happy as a clown you guys decided to stick around. I can't wait to see what this new generation of the crew has to offer. Keep up the great work, guys. Bonehead for life here. Cosmic Creepers out.
5: All right, guys, we're back, and it's the Remake Show! We are remaking another one of our own reviews Friday the 13th, Part 3D, 1982. Obviously, we did this already on our third show, The Skeleton Crew. Uh, Everybody remembers that, the 12 classic shows that started off the show. And how fitting is it that Dave said, let's make show number 103 be 103D, and we talk about 3D movies. And then we're going to review Friday 3, which happens to be the 3D one. Oh, wait,
7: wait, 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 wait. Put, put, put your, your, wait. Put your fist out to my face. Hold on, let me see if you're in 3D. Okay. Hold on, do it. Okay, that, that, that works. I like it, and I have a request. Okay. And we need to get Antenna TV in the dungeon. Because right now, Leave it to Beaver is on, okay? And it's the episode where Beaver gives a, a, a recovering alcoholic, Brandy, and gets him off the wagon. I, I yeah I've seen it five times, but I need to see it again. So that's like my request. Can we get that down here, please?
5: Well, I need you to pay attention. I can multitask.
7: I do it all
4: the time,
5: dude. You can hardly just do the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay. Well, if you, oh, oh, hey, we're just grateful you don't walk out. I mean, right. at this
7: point, we can't ask for too much from you. Well, I try. My Walking
8: best. anywhere would be asking
7: too much for him. That's exactly what I was going to oh. say, Jamie. Thank you. You hit the nail right on the head. I love it. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
5: I mean, out of everybody here, Mike is the one who walks out of the show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> literally How ironic right. is that? <laughs> literally
5: I'll,
7: and figuratively. That's I'll great. i gimp it out.
5: Let's do it. <laughs> um, okay. So where was I? Yes. So we're doing 3D show. It happens to be Friday 3, and it's our third anniversary show. It would have only been cooler if... Our anniversary was April 3rd instead of April 2nd. Then it would be like, oh, my God, with the trilogy shit. Wow.
3: It, it would have been cooler if there was only three hosts, too. So uh, I'm out of here. See you later.
5: See you. And <laughs> uh, the cool thing is there's three hot chicks in this movie. And there are three. Wait, uh, wait, wait there's
7: me. four, though. Chili. You're forgetting. Like I said, three hot chicks? Chilli has a great it?
5: ass.
7: Chili's not bad. It's just
3: the the, the way um, they make her look for the role. I think she could, I'm not saying compete, but I, I think she should definitely pass as cute if, you know, just prepared a different way. <laughs> prepared as if she's food. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Presented.
8: If <laughs> 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 her no. a little no. bit longer.
3: <laughs> what is the Texas Chainsaw or fucking Friday the 13th?
5: Yeah, it's The Simpsons Triassic Horror. When they were serving the children, they were named after what they the food is. Like this is Uderbrotten, <laughs> and these are Jimbo, a, a something, a sloppy Jimbo. That's what it was.
3: <laughs> this town loves real meat.
5: Yeah, so this is chili, uh, but there's no real pun there. It's just chili. Oh, well,
3: that's great. <laughs> what are the ads?
5: <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's a cool thing about this show. A lot more coincidences that we're all living through at this at this point.
8: There's one more too that you mm-hmm. brought up. Hmm. Richard Brooker.
2: Oh. oh yeah,
5: Richard Brooker died on April eighth, so that's very close. So this is almost like, uh, like an anniversary celebration of his life and the show and like all this wrapped up within five days of itself. Well, yeah, or we could just call
8: it a Richard Brooker tribute show.
3: Wait, and that-
8: you know, even though we didn't intend that, but. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but then now we're having, this is the new one. It's not the, not when it happens. So we're having an anniversary Harold Ramis moment.
7: Ah, yes. Wow. And Alex is going to shit all over this film. I'm I'm sure of that already. I'm preparing you know, for it. It's yes, come, come a long are. way. It, the odd thing is,
5: <clears throat> Brooker was the first person I Harold ramis right. since Harold <laughs> Ramis.
3: You're right. That started. I remember that. You
5: remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said was um, you're right. I re- I remissed him. <laughs> I said, you know what? I've I because Brooker died that night. I went and watched Friday Three. So we're doing that. And um, one funny Richard Brooker story, as we're getting into this review, I have. It's it's not ha ha funny. It's just huh, funny. <laughs> oh, um, geez. when I met Richard Brooker, it was 2003. No, kidding. No <laughs> seven. <laughs> And um, you know there was a lot of commotion going on. All the Jasons were sort of near each other oh, at God. the time.
7: Oh wow, that would be cool. Did Kane Hodder choke them all Is he out? A fight break out.
5: That would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool if just the Jasons all started fighting each other over who's the best Jason?
3: It's the wrong show, but impromptu terror dome. If it happened, who would win and who would be out first? Battle royal
5: style in real life. Kane Hodder, Derek Mears would be the last two standing. The last two standing. Yeah. I guess Dude,
8: because I know. of age. Even at Ted White's advanced age, I bet he could kick some fucking ass.
5: <laughs> Jamie, uh, yeah, Jamie, he's very old. I,
8: I believe, know, but goddamn, that man is tough.
5: He
3: is tough. He's a stuntman, so he's taking abuse. And I think that uh, the first he two guys you. out. <laughs> <you> scared <me.
5: laughs> yeah, he scared me a year ago.
3: <laughs> I'm going to say Ari Lehman and Warrington Gillette are gonna Yes, be that's over what the I was going to
7: say. Right yes. away,
3: Battle Royal style. He does count, so he's gonna get his ass fucking squashed. Him and Lehman, you know? First Jason would be first Jason, literally. Fucking first Jason out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, actually, Jamie, Ted White is so old. This is not a joke, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love the guy, but he's so old that when I met him, he had flies buzzing around his head. <laughs> <laughs> they were like waiting for him to drop or something. Oh, I don't no. know. I,
7: I hope he doesn't. Did listen
5: you meet
8: to him this. in a third world country?
5: <laughs> no, he had buzzards. Like, like I said, where's Ted White? They follow said follow buzzards. the buzzards. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Sir. And then when I when I went up to him, I knew what they.
3: Meant. <laughs> oh, he doesn't get action at. He must get action at at the uh, the cons, please.
5: Oh yeah, dude. No, I'm saying no. When I said when they said follow the buzzards, they meant the flies circling around his head. Get... <laughs> well,
7: oh.
3: it would be funny if like somebody wasn't getting any action at their... At their, you know, their desk or whatever you want to call it at a con, they would say follow the buzzards because nobody cared he was there. You know what I mean? He's dead. Like, what's. <laughs> no, his, they like, mean
5: it literally. You know, Virgil. Remember Virgil from wrestling? Don't tell me his desk was empty.
3: Was, always is. There's a whole fucking blog and a web page online about it called Lonely <laughs> Virgil. This guy goes <laughs> all over the place. Trying That's so to piss. sad. Yeah, but the thing is, he doesn't really... If you read up on him, you, you'll, you'll, the more you read about the situation, the less pity you'll have for him. It's, it's, oh, yeah? it's one of those. See, I'm that yeah. person,
8: if I were at a con and I saw someone that didn't have anybody at their table, even if I wasn't a fan, I would go up just so they wouldn't feel bad.
3: That's like, <laughs> nice. I think I would, too. I just... But when I read about this cat... Like, I have no idea who you are, but you were awesome. (laughs) Sweet. And here's the funniest Uh, part. You're great. Uh, Who are you again? (laughs) (laughs) He still claims, even though he was only with him for a short time, he says Virgil and Ted DiBiase, and he puts up a sign, and he tries to have, like, a a million-dollar belt, and Ted DiBiase, on a sometimes he spells it wrong. Oh, my God. (laughs) Could you imagine?
5: Like Ted DeBasi (laughs)
3: Some shit. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, look it up. I think it's just Google Lonely Virgil and look into the situation. And like I said, the more you'll read and look into it, take 20 minutes out of your time and look it up because you'll start having less and less um, pity for him
5: because he kind of. You know, what I realize about you, Dave, we could play a drinking game with you. Do you know what word you say more than anything else?
3: Um, It's not a swear word, is it? No. OK, what is it?
5: I noticed this in the last, like, three times we recorded. You say the word situation like <laughs> ten times a show.
3: Oh, that's my word. It's been my word for years. Ever since I started calling my brother. The uh,
5: situation.
3: <laughs> right. Well, there's a movie called The Shining. And in The Shining, there's <laughs> well, there a scene. Yes, there, yes, there is. it everyone knows how I feel about it. There's a scene in the bathroom where Grady sees Jack. And he tells him, he says, you know, we I've always repeated this line with people and, and my family and friends, because it's a funny conversation.
5: Wait, it's not the N-word, is it?
3: No, but it's right before that. But he goes, did you know that your son is attempting to bring an outside party into this situation? <laughs> so ever since that, I just started saying that a lot and quoting it, and one thing <laughs> led to another, and situation is just my thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so...
5: Well, if you want to play a game with me, you could just uh, drink every time I say, can you imagine?
3: Well, there you go. <laughs> Let's do it. An official Skeleton Crew game. Can you imagine for Alex, I'm Situation, what would these guys
5: be? <laughs> Mike, what kind of shits do you describe? Uh, <laughs> Coffee? Um, oh, yes. Liquid Call. Co- I had a liquid shit right
7: before That's... we started. Before. Liquid heat. That's brilliant.
5: What can we uh, do with Jamie? Jamie.
3: What's Jamie's favorite word? <laughs> hmm. Beautiful.
5: Uh, it's gorgeous
3: Gorgeous <laughs> Maybe love You know what, that's a testament to you though, Jamie It's all positive things Beautiful, yeah. Love, gorgeous, wow And it can be used to describe you too
5: and I guess quiet would be a good description too. Fuck,
3: what do I gotta do here?
5: Jamie?
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't realize I was muted. I'm sorry guys. Oh, that's what's going on. I've been talking the whole time and
3: Oh, no. oh you um, better say it all now.
8: And then but you know, and I didn't even notice until Alex said quiet would be good. I'm like quiet, when am I ever quiet? And then I was like, Oh. <laughs> I said Mike's thing would be, I gotta go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
5: I like Yeah, that. every time Mike leaves the show, we just drink. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> nice. So, Jamie, could you pick a word for yourself or no? I, I really don't know. Um, Lovecraftian, maybe. No, I don't say that. You guys do. I
8: <laughs> I was thinking the other day that I said something a lot, but I'm, when I was editing the Like in It episode, it, and I was like, God, I say that a lot. But I don't remember now what it was. No. All right.
3: Let's we'll stick with love. Because
5: you do love a lot. I love it. So, uh, Friday the 13th, 3D. I love it. <laughs> the uh, the famous thing about the Skeleton Crew is we started off, you know, we said nice things about the first two. And then Dan and I completely bashed part three. That's and, right. And Mike stood up for it. It was like 38 minutes of, of just negativity. Yeah, I hated that episode.
3: It was a fight, just like the Part Eight
5: episode was. They're both. Oh, that was Part Eight. I listened back to that one time. I don't know how people made it through that entire episode.
3: I love them both. I, 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 I like listening to people argue like that. It's, it's funny. It's fun. yeah, but there
5: was a point where we just kept going on and on, and I said to myself, "How could anyone listen to this?" <laughs> it's pretty amazing. About five you know, times. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am. I love it
3: though. I'm sorry.
5: No, I don't know. Just that one. Like after 30 minutes, the Part Eight one just becomes impossible but whatever so that's the famous history of the skeleton crew part 3 Friday Thirteenth, 3 everybody has you know been badgering me Jamie's always been for two years Jamie's been saying uh, exactly two years today Jamie's been saying you know the part 3 you guys blah 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 I'm gonna tell you one day and set you straight Uh, Mike is back and I'm sure he's thrilled to uh, say the same thing he said last time I love it (laughs) (laughs) And now Dave, <laughs> Dave is here to add in also.
2: <ophren> oh, yo, 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 yo,
6: yo, yo,
2: yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Jonathan Orr, a.k.a. Johnny Gore. I'm calling in to the Skeleton Crew. Yeah, that's right. I still the Skeleton Crew. I mean, just when you thought, and just when you thought, thought these cats was gone, just, just when you thought they were over, done for hmm nah, uh uh-uh. it ain't happening baby, they are still here still right here where it belongs and man, I'm telling you <clears throat> like Jason Voorhees in Friday 13 Part 3 just no stopping them they just keep pushing through so you know You keep it all locked right here on HorrorfiliaSkeletonCrew.net. Whatever you're listening to, even the YouTube channel, you can keep it locked there too, Jack. And they will keep knocking our shows left and right all night. (laughs) So yeah, Journey Gore, signing out.
6: Jason,
5: Friday the 13th, it's Skeleton Crew. One time, no chorus. That story goes one day in 1957, Jason drowns at the young age of 11. The counselors didn't hear nothing, they were too busy fucking. He gasped for his last breath, trying to reach for something. That was all they saw, this kid was reported drowned. They searched Crystal Lake, but his body was never found. Mom broke down and cried, her only son died. Wild little that's all she had in no her life. Mommy just snapped, she said I'm getting them back. Time heals all wounds, but she never could adapt to the fact. Her baby boy is never coming back. Those two responsible assholes, they better watch the back. But they didn't, they're dead, their bodies are laying in the mud. I'd like to welcome you all to Camp Blood. It's only time they find out what it's all about. Now it's time its lights out and no one's getting out. I would like you all to gather around the fire He just spit the legend, didn't know he was a liar Jason's back with a hole in the sack And he's got his eye on the pack and knack Grab your pot, slingshot, pop him in the asses No matter how hot these bitches, they don't get no passes So forget the perfume, you're spraying down your pants As the spear goes through you in the middle of your dance Skinny dips with hot chicks, drinking at the bars Almost getting laid in wheelchairs, you won't live to see the scars no one's gonna heal, this is the real deal. You won't get out alive, you won't believe the pain you will feel. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. 3D, OG, now everybody's raving. Shit's coming right at me, going to Higgins Haven. Oh damn, now wait a minute, did Jason shave his head with a bick? What do you mean the end of part two was a dream? That shit was epic! Chocolate donuts, drinking some Sunny D. Harold, your great pants are too tight. No, not on you, you asshole. Jason. Jason. Yes, Jason! He took that shit last night! There goes Shelly again, acting like a dick. Stop playing games! How do you expect to fuck this Spanish chick? I'll say one good thing about my boy, boy Shelly. He proved he got some guts inside that belly. Oh shit, he pissed off a bunch of bikers. They tracked him down, Pour gas around. Loco and Fox, where are the fucking lighters? We got harpoons and handstands walking down the halls. Boy, you want to mess around, you get getting slipped between the balls. Everyone likes this one because Jason got his mask. Chris hanged him, killed him Whoa, wait, oh shit Whoa, not so fast Let's cut the crap and then this rap in the final chapter Let's cut to the twins and the douchebag trying to get him plastered But first I'm pissed, this thing called me a dead fuck But Ted, I dated Betty, you know I got my dick sucked Let's roll back two movies ago Remember Sandra from part two, well time to meet her brother Tommy took him right into his bedroom And guess what? He didn't even introduce this guy to (laughs) his mother. What, no one realized Jason wasn't dead? Rob came to kill him, but he got killed instead. So much for avenging your sister's death, homie. Dude's down in the basement yelling, HE'S KILLING ME! Jimbo, it's in limbo. You might not get this chick's pants. Oh yeah, yo, show this girl you can dance. Corkscrews, we lose. Jason's always the winner. Tommy can't save us, right? Look, he's just a beginner. No, this boss was upstairs shaving his head. Picked up the machete, one swing, and Jason's dead. Damn, dude, Jason's dead. Dead. Sliding down that machete like his head was a sled. The Skeleton Crew. Check us out. Horrorfilia.com TheSkeletonCrew.net All right, guys, it's our second go-around with the Friday the 13th Part 3D review. So let's get into some in-depth
7: stuff this time. Did you hear the sound that Harold makes when he gets cleavered into the chest? It's like, ah, 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 and then he just, like, drops
5: it. He breathes out, yeah?
7: Yeah, it's just kind of like a breathing, and it's like,
5: <sighs> You know, actually, before we get into this, I spoke personally with Amy Steele from Friday the 13th Part 2, about possible involvement in Friday Thirteenth Part Three because I—that's my favorite person ever uh, in a Friday Thirteenth. Uh, uh, not person. I shouldn't say. I should say heroin. <laughs> that's not my favorite heroin. That's my favorite heroin in the Friday movies.
3: Ah, okay. yeah, you, you like you got to go for channel white if you're going for the real stuff.
5: Exactly. Right. What was my joke last time? Black tar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, she said the original script was. She was actually supposed to be in Part 3, and it was to take place a year or so later. And she was in in college, and Jason stalked her in college. And, you know, you just picture that. Just picture, like, the same, you know, atmosphere and lighting and camera and Jason's look and all that and Ginny. And you picture it in college and those bright white hallways and shit. And it's just, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? I don't think it works.
8: I don't think it would have worked. I mean, I already have issue enough with how he tracked down Alice at the beginning of Part 2. So this, I think that would just be
5: the same shit
8: that would just be bordering on ridiculous because he going to be wandering the college campus looking at the directory you know going into each of the dorms asking if she lives there i mean how would he even do that
6: Plus,
7: <laughs> yeah.
5: he'd, be like, he'd hide behind a bush and see her walk
7: wait wait no no no. Here, here's 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 jason going to ask Okay. because <clears throat> you know he, he runs when he gets stabbed or something i don't know so apparently <laughs> that's all he knows how to do so go will be like
8: yeah, see, he's he's holding up a stick figure drawing that he did of her to <laughs> each person that he comes in contact with, pointing at it, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
5: I don't know her
8: on on Crystal Lake memories. She says that she says that, you know, and then she didn't want to do that. But then I think didn't someone say that really she just asked for too much money and that's why she ended
7: up not doing it. It could have been because she seems stuck up enough to do that. No, No, she's not. Mike, she's awesome. She
8: was stuck up. Um, But I I think that – I mean one of their biggest things was like, you know, yes, these movies made money, but they made money because they were so cheap. And in order to be in them, you had to work cheap. And I think that – I think it was her that they were talking about when um, they said that really the reason that it ended up not happening is that she just wanted too much money to come back. But um,
5: yeah, but she deserves it, man. She was the best. Like fuck that.
8: Yeah, sure. No, I mean, I I think I'm down with it. Honestly, I really don't think that beginning would have worked anyway. I much prefer the way that they did it. I I like the beginning of this film.
5: Ah,
3: that brings me to an observation. The recap. What do you think about the recap? Like, do you guys like that they recapped it, or do you not?
8: I like it. I mean, they, they of course, they added the bit of footage where he's actually crawling away after Amy uh, – Amy um, – Jenny hits him in the shoulder, which we don't see at the end of part two. He's still laying there, so we get you know the assumption that he's dead, of course. But then at the beginning of three, you get the little bit that they added where he's crawling away from that to let you know, yes, he is still alive. I kind of like that. I don't have an issue. Plus, I mean, Friday always recaps. That's what – the best recap, of course, being the recap at the beginning of part four, which yep. was insanely good. Perfect. But um, up to that, that, I mean, they had always done that. So I kind of expect that from a Friday film.
6: I think when it's they, cool. When they
8: get to the point where they don't do that anymore, that's when it feels weird to me.
5: Like five and six and seven. Well, seven did it. <laughs> yeah. Eight didn't do
3: it. It's not the same series anymore. The first four are their own entity as far as their, they're, they're, you know... If they would have stopped at the final chapter, there would be no disputing what the best franchise ever is. Not the best, yeah. anyway, yeah. in most of our opinion.
8: Incidentally, here. I watched uh, WatchMojo.com last night. They had a top ten horror franchise list, and Friday was number one. Nice. Halloween cool. being number two, Nightmare on Elm Street being number three. Those are all very predictable. Uh, but fucking Scream got number ten, and I was really upset about that. I think Scream needs to be higher up because it is a very strong franchise, but... I know that's neither here. Well, or is didn't
5: there. we sort of find out that two really isn't as strong as we always sort of thought?
8: Well, I guess that's tr- and three is total crap. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> said two isn't right? is I still wrong. don't think I. I still don't think it, it should land at ten on the strength of the
7: first one
5: alone. Right. Uh, but Mike, we all reviewed. We did a infamous
7: Scream retrospective. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I wasn't here for that, obviously. But let me tell you something. Right. Scream two. Let me tell you something. Is, is str- exactly exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this or I can't fucking do it. But Scream 2 is strong because Randy sacrificed himself for that movie. Oh, boy, Randy. That makes He was it at strong. somebody that it's just. A, it's a stronger film because he died. It's I funny.
8: Watched, and I just watched Jamie Kennedy in a new movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One. He looks really old. <laughs> I was like, God. and I was like, that guy looks like an aged Jamie Kennedy. And Brian goes, that is Jamie Kennedy. I was like, oh, fuck.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Mike wanted cool. to review that movie. Was that I, the one re- I
8: tried to get
7: him for an interview, but yeah. his representation did not return my email. Oh, and I'm very upset about that. We're
8: doing that on Evil Episodes tonight. We're going to be reviewing Wow.
3: It's funny you should mention Randy because I'm going to bring him up later when I have a point to make. Basically, oh, because I've seen this movie so many times, I just have a bunch of observations that I'm just going to bring to the table. Some things I've noticed before, some things I didn't. But I tried to keep it things that I've never brought up on any show before. So that that's the approach I took to this time. But back to the recap, do you guys think that that was Brooker in that scene when they show him crawling away? Yeah, probably. Probably. I think so too. He just—I think they intentionally made him look a little smaller in that scene. Hmm.
8: I never put that much thought into it. I just assumed.
6: It's, <laughs> I, well, I mean, that I
8: scene didn't. Scene. I mean, I didn't like measure him or, or you know, do measure like a, him. Is <laughs> this like a forced perspective thing? I didn't put things against the screen for scale. You know, I just. <laughs> I just assumed that it would be him <laughs> since he was playing Jason in this movie. They're like, oh, by the way, J- you know, since you're playing Jason, we need this part two.
7: Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I, I will say that during the recap, you know, you can tell that it's not part two Jason because part three Jason, of course, in the recap, looks like less of a pussy than part two Jason. I mean, he looks like he can like a brooding, kick some ass uh, gentleman. Not you like, get
8: uh, that from him on the floor crawling across yes. a- of inches.
7: Wow, you're good. Mm -hmm. Oh, he has, like, (laughs) manly hands that just, like, when you look at them, you know, he he can, like, you know, rip you the fuck up. He's
3: like, be Arthur in a cowl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for being a friend.
5: Exactly. Was Jason wearing, um... The the part two clothes or the part three no, clothes he when he was crawling three on the floor.
3: Clothes. No, he was not. That's no, it. No, he was not. Two. I have was a whole thing about this to present, to present to you guys. He looked. It grand. looks different. No, and he
8: didn't get the part three clothes until he goes to
3: the store and steals them off the clothesline. Thank you.
6: See, I, mean, I never realized you know what? that,
7: Jamie. And that, that's where he is got where the I don't clothes. Guess Harold. Wow. Harold was you know a bulbous gentleman, so I don't understand.
6: <laughs> yeah, he was
8: he was a hefty fellow, but not. In, but I still think he wasn't that his clothes wouldn't have been big enough to fit Jason. Right. And I've made that observation. Right. I've made that observation in the past. And Brian was like, "Well, look at it." He's like, "The sleeves are a little bit too short." You know, the I mean he's like, "If you look at it really closely, it does kind of look like he's wearing borrowed clothes." And I was like, well,
5: "Ooh, my. we shut
7: you down." Yeah. <laughs> <acting>. <laughs> well, that's damn it! I have to look at that again now,
3: Mike. I can't believe you didn't know that because I was going to ask you guys. All these years, I watched this movie. When I watched this movie, I watched it with different eyes this time. I was trying to pick up on different things. That's like I said earlier. So, what's that? <laughs> I said, did
8: you borrow Irene's? <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I had 3 glasses on for the first time.
3: <laughs> <gasps>
5: Okay, thanks for muting that out.
3: <laughs> so, so, anyway, <laughs> uh, the quick change situation. I never realized that he got the clothes from Harold until this time watching it. <laughs> It, it was. I just thought <laughs> that they just tried. Well, well, why not, Alex? They changed his
6: the Why
8: not change his No, I mean, Dave. I totally get that. It's actually been <laughs> within the last couple of years that I bothered to pick up on it myself, and it's because of the line that his wife gives when she's like, "You just take your own stuff and you leave everything else for me," and then I'm like, "Took his own stuff." Jason took his fucking clothes. <laughs> it's,
5: you know. Dave, what the fuck did you think I was rapping about in my song? Well, check it out. I don't know. You
3: said something about changing clothes? Or they taking should have shown him
7: change clothes. I think that would have been more realistic if he did. Oh, yeah. I said, Harold, your gray pants are too
5: tight. No, not on you, asshole. Jason, Jason, he took that shit last night. Jason, like, what did you-
7: yeah, I do remember you saying that. I heard that, but I <sighs> thought you meant he took a shit last night. He took a shit! <laughs> he took a shit last night. Oh, I fuck. need to see him shit and change clothes. That would have made this movie a lot better.
3: Well, you did see it. Well, you didn't see him change. You saw Harold shit. You saw Jason
8: shit. Yeah, we need a changing room scene with a full-length mirror. <laughs> him spinning around.
5: The cameras on the top, making sure he don't steal any socks.
7: I, I want three-camera shoot. Let's do it.
3: <laughs> Let's do it. Well, why the fuck did Jason change?
5: Um... Because there was blood all over it, and it was cut down the side of the shirt with his shoulder. So he just decided, hey, well,
3: I better change my clothes.
8: See, well, I mean, I kind of wonder that, too, because <laughs> this is a guy who's been living in a shack in the woods with no running water for, like, 30 years. I really yeah, seriously doubt he'd give that much of a damn.
5: Well, if you cut if you cut down where she cut on his, uh, his you know, what's that called? Where she cut? The so, shoulder? Uh, yeah, I guess next to the shoulder, like that middle part. Uh, his sleeve would just fall and droop down
8: (laughs) well that's true like like Freddie or maybe he maybe he actually had the presence of mind to think that they would be looking for someone wearing those clothes and well that's
5: why he shaved his head
8: he should change (laughs) you know yeah I believe that I mean, I believe that because I got to tell you, the one thing standing between me recognizing that dude as the guy who attacked me like the the day before is him shaving his head. That way I would be like, what different guy? What are you talking about? Because there are (laughs) so many guys with a half melted face running around this place.
5: (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's not him. I know the melted face is there, but his hair was way longer.
8: Yeah, it could be and classy. obviously, yes, for all the everyone out there, we're fully aware that his face is not melted. I get that. But, it, you know, you know what I mean? It's all droopy and <laughs> droopy
7: you know. dog. Because, you know,
8: somebody's going to be somebody's yeah, going to do that. Somebody's going to be like, retard. his face isn't melted. <laughs>
7: he's a retard. That's all.
3: <laughs> what about Steve Miner? Um,
5: he directed
7: two and he directed three.
5: Yeah, how about that? Let's talk about how Steve Miner is, is coming
7: off of probably the greatest 80s slasher of all time. Yeah, and he makes one that's Good. even better than that greatest 80s slasher of all time. If you're talking about the second one, he
5: just elevates. You it. cannot think this is better.
7: It's it totally better is. Two. It totally is. It's a
3: great it Totally movie. is. It's not, two, it's not better than Part 2, but Steve Miner. Why? Part 2. What's that,
8: Jamie? I think this one's better than Part 2? Yes. Steve. How could Jamie you know? Jamie
5: knows. Jamie. Jamie.
8: I think well, I love the presence of Jason in this film. Richard Brooker has he's so menacing and he's got those, I mean, he's huge. I mean, with those shoulders, I mean, he's just, I love it. And so the whole, the chase scenes that we get with him and Chris in the house, awesome. Awesome. when you just see. So, uh, the
5: chase scene with Jenny.
3: Um, I, I just,
8: <sighs> Doesn't I love
5: compare. it. What? Sackhead had compare.
3: Is just, Zach had scarier, but the uh, they're both great chase scenes. Two of the best ever.
5: Yeah, they're two of the best. I was going to say this one is right under part two. This is the best one in the franchise besides part two. <coughs>
7: They're right up there. They're neck and neck, two and three. Mike, case. how could you not like part two? Um, it's it's because it's just, dude. Steve Dash and Warrington Gillette. Okay, valiant effort, but n- compared to Brooker, they're just not.
5: No. Yes, they are. Dude, Brooker was awkward, if anything. The way he had that big hunchback and the way he walked away after he shot Vera oh, I so awkwardly. I love
3: scene. Oh, that's oh. great. Yeah, I, 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 <sighs> that's like a strut. That's a badass, I don't give a fuck strut.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking,
5: I got pulls on my back strut. That's not a badass strut. That's a, goddamn. this padding is awkward. I can't even walk.
3: <laughs> I, think, <laughs> <padding>. <laughs> I think it's awesome. The way he walks out. Shoots her in the way he walks away, like I'm <laughs> like a gangster. Yeah, he, dr- yes, he like
8: drops a the mic and he's like, I'm. Yes. he's like, bam, <laughs> don't give a fuck, and then yeah. walks away. That I love. love.
3: Yes, that's that, see, that's what I'm saying. I do. I and just.
8: He I barely waits for her ass up. to hit the water.
7: Yep.
3: <laughs>
8: like bitch went down.
7: Yep. Bam, bitch goes down. Super bitch. Gillette and Dash would not do that. They'd be like, well, okay. And you know, I, yeah, like like when the when the gimp died in part two. It's like he didn't even hang around to look at the guy go down. He just. He don't you don't know, have to. You don't have to. Yeah, but you need to look at your handiwork and admire it and be like, wow, I killed that fucking That's ass.
5: That's not Jason's style. You just got done praising him for not looking at Vera. Right. He didn't even wait till she hit the fucking water. And now you're going to say he's an asshole for not
7: looking at this no, guy? he got a brief glimpse of her. <clears throat> he didn't even stick around for the cripple. He got a brief glimpse of Vera.
5: Dude, who the fuck even knows where he came from? From the cripple, when they show both camera angles, he's not behind them or in front of them. Yeah, right. it makes
8: no sense. That's that is that always catches me every time. As much as I love that death scene, and I do.
5: I think he just leaped up on the the front of the porch and just hit him in the face
7: from the side. But see, Alex, what you just said. Got, Hi-ya! <laughs> right, but see, Alex, what you just said <laughs> is is proof that part two. Is not as good as part three because oh, part yeah? three would not have those flaws. You oh, know? yes, so, it does, y- Mike.
3: Yes, it does. There is a scene in this very movie where not, not the same way as part two, but the way Jason's motion makes a move and what happens to the body after makes no sense. I disagree. Same with the thing. Well, I can tell you now or we can get it when we get to the kills. I don't know if we're staying on mine or now.
5: My thing was... to still- No, do it now because we have to defend part two. Yeah.
3: Okay, let's talk about it.
6: The,
3: <laughs> the, the famous scene when, when Andy's walking on his hands, doing yes. his handstand. Mm-hmm. You look up and you see Jason. And I got to tell you, once again, for years, I never even knew what happened to Andy. Like and I, I, Everyone always <laughs> r- loved that scene. It's not really clear cut when you see it. afterwards. Do you close when your eyes when you watch movies, if, days. It if, you <laughs> no.
7: cracked, if you have cracked magazine from, like, 1993 when Jason Goes to Hell came out and they outlined all the kills, you know for sure what happened. Yeah. You can go frame
3: by fucking frame on that
8: shot. Or you could just
7: watch the movie and know for sure. It's pretty, <laughs>
3: it's
7: pretty clear. I've watched okay, it a million but times. But he's folded in half in that top, like, above the
3: hammock. But that's so, what I'm yeah. saying. He's chopped in half. Right. We and You see him afterwards. You see his handiwork. I get that. But at the time, he is standing straight up, and Andy's walking on, on his fucking... You know, on his hands. The way Jason comes down, it's like, Hassan, chop! It's exactly. straight down. Exactly. Okay, check it out. If you're going straight down, he would be split the other way. Like, he would split him in his, in, you know, let's say he would hit his balls or whatever, he would split him in half the other way. Mm-hmm. If you're going to oh, yeah, chop a right. guy in you, half, you would have to swing it like a, a baseball bat, per se.
8: Yeah, if you're it, right about that, because when we yeah. see him, when we see his body above Debbie's body when she's reading the fango, and we see his body up in the rafters. It is clear that he is cut in half above the waist. And you can see his intestines and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, and you're see? right. The way he actually killed him in the hall, it was a straight down through the legs. You know, it should have sliced him in half vertically. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're right about that.
5: I am I must be missing something because I always thought that that, that is how he was sitting up, up on top of uh, Debbie. He was... He was, uh, split down the middle and folded over.
8: Well, maybe I need to go back and, and pay closer yeah. attention to that scene, D- because I, I swear both. that when I just saw, that when I watched it last, I was looking at it, and it looked like it was his waist.
5: I'm looking right now. No, it is split. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah,
7: Dave, it's it's proper. Apparently,
8: I close my eyes when I watch movies. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I don't look at that part either because Jason scares me when, you know, just...
3: Wow. Well, I guess we'll put it up for, for a vote or something. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, the the, the, the the point is we're questioning it the same way, you know. We're questioning the kill just, just like Mike says. You can question the kill, which that's a fact
5: in part two. Yeah, but Jason could have just jumped up on the ledge on the side where the banister is of a deck and just... Hit, the, hit him in the face with a machete. He didn't have to... He, it, it wouldn't make sense if he even was in front of him or in back of him. How would he hit Mark's face from from the front in that way? I mean, it would be sort of a weird type of swing. Yeah,
8: he'd have to be to the side in order to hit him at the angle that he did.
5: Right, so it, it makes sense. All right, let's get into the movie, though. <clears throat> Steve
3: Miner, though. These are two different movies. Do you think he he even questioned why they were going to change Jason's look? Was it his idea? You know what I mean? I just find it odd that the same director of two two films consecutively. Yeah, he didn't
5: hold on to it more tightly. His own stuff.
3: Isn't that strange? Uh, Why do you think they would do that? Or do you think he's even the guy responsible?
8: Well, maybe this time, maybe this while later, he thought or he didn't any longer like the look of that Jason and wanted to evolve it into this one. The only thing I know about the look of this is that when Savini came in, it had already been designed. Like, the the face part had already been designed, and the the person who designed the face based it on the Savini design from part one at the very end, the kid design. Which is cool. And so when he came in to do the effects for this film, that part had already been done, so he just took that and ran with it. So that's not even something he did. Um, It was just something that was based off his original design. So I don't... I'm not sure who made the actual decision... To go bald and you know all of that, or why? But I actually like it better.
5: Well, if somebody had a th- an archetype and it, it was a mask and a bald guy and the green outfit, and they said this is what we want him to look like, then <clears throat> then I could see you know Steve Myers saying that looks great.
8: I'm guessing that whoever designed the head for Part Three. Was looking at the design from the kid Jason from the original, and tried to go from there. Otherwise, okay. either that or they didn't want hair hanging out from behind the mask. I don't know. I mean, I've never heard anybody saying i never heard anybody say anything one way or the other as to where it came from.
3: That is the one improvement. I'm glad they got rid of the hair. I don't like like when that when they brought the hair later on and like fucking I hate nine and wispy, ten and I hate those
8: wispy pieces of hair hanging out. Ah, it just drives me nuts.
3: Yeah, so do I. Just keep him bald, or keep—I have no complaints on part two. Part two with its own entity, I love it. That's fine. But after that, once they made him Jason baldhead in three, he should have just remained that way, and you know, every other movie from that that forward.
8: Of course, I don't get that bumpy head, and Jason goes to hell either. Like, I oh, understand uh, what that's about. It looks like an like a spider's egg sac on the hiding <laughs> in the mask. It's pulse like I swear if you look at it, it
3: pulsates. Ugh, <laughs> it's fucking gross. They did nothing right in that movie. That's another story. It looks. Uh, all you guys, there's one thing I noticed when Edna's watching the news, and they're talking about the massacre at Crystal Lake. They say <laughs> that there's eight bodies discovered. And, and then, then they said it's the mo- it's the brutal and most heinous crime in local history. And they're talking about the night before. The, and then,
5: what, did they forget about five years ago? That's what
3: I'm saying. What about part one? <laughs> Ryan, what the fuck is with that? I think part one hit a higher body count, honestly.
5: Oh, of course.
3: Either you know, way, I found that funny. I'm like, why is that the most fucking Like, it never happened before. It just fucking happened at the same place five, five years before.
5: That <laughs> 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 makes no sense. No. I told you this movie's not as good as part two. Okay,
8: right, well, here's the question I have about, as long as you're talking about Edna. Well, actually, two things. One, first of all, are there, are we really supposed to believe that she's older just because they put curlers in her hair? That chick is like 24 if she's a day. I am not going to buy that she's married to Harold and she's all run down living in this storehouse thing. And secondly, who in the fuck has a bathroom with corrugated aluminum walls (laughs) in their home? I don't understand this house. I can't figure it out. And Brian's like, well, they're living behind the store. Okay, but it's still a living area. It's still living quarters. I don't understand. Hey it. Hey, honey,
5: we're gonna have a really shitty bathroom because we live near the store. Right?
8: They don't have a bathtub. They don't have a shower. They have <laughs> a toilet with corrugated aluminum walls. It looks like an outhouse. And I don't get it. I can't make. this They drive
7: work up to like Higgins this. Haven and get washed in the in the lake.
8: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got TV.
7: I think Demon would actually say
5: that that shitbox was gross. <laughs>
8: yeah. He would. I think he did. I think he was in
5: that one in part five. <laughs> well, part five did rip it off. They did the
3: exact same thing with the shaking
5: Yeah, and shitting and no wiping, too. But, of yes. course,
3: maybe he didn't actually
5: shit. Maybe they he
3: just sat down doors. and got scared. They have curtains or
8: like hanging blankets on hooks for doors. I'm like, where are you living? <laughs> and Edna's like, I, I work really hard to keep this plate. You What?
5: No, what? No, Dave. They you actually hear Harold's shit hit the water.
6: Yes.
3: Yeah, this is really gross. I hate. Maybe that. we do. Yeah, it's okay. gross. I just got confused with um, the Chuck scene, how he was being shaken in the fucking thing, the same way demon in five. I got, for some reason I thought of Chuck just for a second because maybe because their bathroom looks so shitty. I I only see wood where Harold was shitting, so it's kind of a shitty bathroom too. I don't know. Maybe he they looks just like don't Robin Williams.
8: Bathrooms in this area. Maybe Crystal Lake has a deficiency of normal bathrooms. That's 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 the problem, I guess.
5: Maybe oh, who looks like Robin Williams? Chuck looks like Robin Williams. What? <laughs> he looks like a pothead Robin Williams. He looks like Robin Williams.
7: Yeah, pothead um Moscow on
5: the Hudson Robin Williams Wait wait wait, I, wait I, have, I have something that's pretty redundant He looks like a drug addict Robin Williams
7: <laughs> Actually I
8: just pulled up a picture of Chuck And you're totally right
7: <laughs> Holy shit so, time, look like
8: time. He looks like Mork on a bender
7: <laughs> Chuck for Mork Heavy shit man clearly Chuck
5: and Chili are Cheech and Chong, that's the whole thing
7: Yeah, it's uh, cool. Chili's a pretty, you know upset, I mean she's a poor excuse for a Chong, I think, but still yeah Actually,
3: well,
5: you know. Mexican. she's Mexican
3: she wasn't Mexican, sorry
5: yeah, she's Mexican Chili <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so wait, yeah, well, let's get to some aspects that are worth talking about, like the opening music
3: ooh, love it
5: Now, look, we could, (laughs) I mean, tell me the first time you got into these movies that you weren't like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what are they doing here?
8: I've always liked it. I've always thought it was kind of cool.
5: But it doesn't fit anything that the Friday movies are about.
8: No, I mean, I guess that's true, but I always just thought it was kind of (laughs) catchy.
3: It fits in.
5: I can't do
6: it. It's a, a yeah. It's a play on the
5: fucking. Don't. Why were they playing oh, yes. that intro music in the in the fucking convenience store? I don't know,
3: store? but it's great, isn't
5: it? <laughs> like, why would they play randomly? Like, why would that ever be on the radio? And it's disco.
3: It's How reflective they... of the times, I guess. It, that's what they wanted to do.
5: But why couldn't they do...
6: Sail away, tiny spouse.
8: love it if they had played that song. That,
3: that would have been, been awesome.
5: Yeah, that would have been a cool nod. Yeah, what a nod to part one. And also because, you know, part threes are always reflections of part ones of uh, all the time.
7: That's this right. True. Is you is true. know, you, you, you are in my same mindset. What That's mindset? my mindset, too. Is Mike talking to us?
3: Mike talking to himself.
7: <laughs> talking about
3: his <laughs> mindset. <laughs> <My
8: mindset. laughs> I think uh, Alex that's even compounded in the choice that they made for the ending here because there are three different versions that were talked about and with the ending that they chose I you know that was clearly a st- a, a a conscious decision to uh,
3: mirror the first one. Right. Well, yeah. It was but you know why? Because this was supposed to be the end of the series. When they they told Steve Miner, "This is going to be the last movie." So that's why he did what he did at the end, because it was playing off of one. Well, this happened in one. Let's have it all end here in three with a similar thing to one. In credits roll, series. You know
8: what's hilarious? That like if you watch Crystal Lake, memories, every movie was going to be the last True. one. In
5: the yeah, I know. Yeah, I was gonna it's was going to
8: say. like, "Well, we were going into this. They told us this was going to be the last one. They didn't want to do anymore." And
5: <laughs> they all say that. Even the first one to say, "Yeah, we thought it was a one and off." Fucking Paramount's a joke.
3: Hey, look, something about the opening song I wanted to throw in quick because you'll appreciate it. My daughter, I let her watch the end of two the other day, her first taste, and the beginning of three to make her happy about the music, figuring she wouldn't be scared. So you do the first thing she says when the song is playing, she goes, that sounds like the Simpsons' Treehouse of Horror episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where she's coming from? It does, with that whistle, that... Yeah, you know how they always do that yeah, whistle yeah, on yeah. the Simpsons' cell? yeah Yeah.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that she knows that. That means she's being raised properly.
6: Hey, and I do
5: what I can. She knows uh, the Simpsons Trials of Horror. Every, whoever doesn't know the Simpsons Trials of Horror, you have to reevaluate your life.
6: Reevaluate <laughs> you yes, your life.
8: Or if you're just listening to this show, you might want to reevaluate your life. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, how can you not watch those? Like, at least the first 10 to 15, minimally. I cannot believe that's not a part of your regular October rotation. They're
3: fucking great. They are great. They're amazing. Well, how about that? These movies are great. Parts one through four. If you're listening to this, uh, once again, reevaluate your life. You have to watch (laughs) these fucking movies. I'm sorry.
5: Now, Mike, you're a connoisseur of high-grade, high-quality film and transfer to Blu-ray, correct? Yes, sir. So, in your professional opinion, Mm -hmm. you you actually are professional. Didn't you do this for a living? Um, We can say that. What do you think of the film stock and the the grade of the Friday 13th Part 3 film? It looks when like you shit. <laughs> now, what is wrong here? Now, did anybody check the fucking gate? Like, is that the problem here? That nobody realized shit gets on the fucking camera and they just let it go the whole time? Or is this a problem with the film? Like, what is wrong with this movie?
7: It's a problem that nobody took the time to go through and remove the instances of dirt and things like that in the actual film when they were doing the transfer. Very upsetting about that.
5: There's some things where you could see something in the same part of the screen for like seconds in a row.
7: Paramount didn't give a shit and they just you know. Well when they filmed it they were
3: probably so obsessed with the 3D thing and especially with the price the money they spent on these 3D cameras at the time which was ridiculous. They were probably all about the 3D scenes and they just didn't
7: put all their efforts into you know the stuff that wasn't in 3d even well even if you look at the paramount logo in the beginning it's like there's dirt in the mountains <laughs> what yeah there's never noticed the dirt the in the mountains wow. <laughs> i'm glad i, I never wanted, noticed, like it. green mountains and it's like there's dirt Very green mountain what is that it, coffee
5: <laughs> it's no it's bad dude it's really bad and here's they could fix this. They could give this the Wizard of Oz Jaws treatment where they go and go to every frame <coughs> and fix it and contrast it and make it nice and pristine like the other ones look naturally. And uh, like this is a train wreck of a, of a of film stock. And it probably is because of the 3D shit. And uh, they could go and erase like watch watch the restoration of Wizard of Oz. And look at what those guys went through. Well, Paramount's no Warner Brothers now. Let's let's
3: No. And they're not gonna charge thirty bucks and get a fucking someone to spend thirty bucks on their blue either.
5: Right. That's the thing. This movie isn't Halloween and it's not Jaws. So no matter despite what you guys think, I know you think it's the great since Jason supposedly is the greatest slasher of all time, and that you think this is his best movie, guess what? The, the real world doesn't think that, and they don't believe that other people think it either, and people will buy it based on uh, restoring it that pro- the proper way. They're just not going to do it.
3: I think it's because of the 3D and how shitty the 3D looks now and, and how shitty the the props look now, like with the snake and with the fucking eyeball and things like that. I think that's, that's what takes it down a notch, and it makes people um, – you know, the people that are opposed to the movie,
7: it just well. – It knocks it down a few pegs because of things like that. I'll tell you what should happen. Paramount should license it out to Criterion Collection and let Criterion take it and clean it up.
5: Yeah, you're right. Get rid of it. Give it to somebody who gives a fuck. Or
3: Scream Factory, just to put out one. Just Uh, to put this
7: out.
5: Nah, they're not that good.
7: They're not that good. Some Some are, some are Well, no, Scream Factory would not do what Criterion would do. Criterion... Criteria would never deal with deal with this
3: this franchise, though. They I was though. trying to think, you know, realistically here.
7: Yeah, but see, we need a passionate
5: millionaire goddamn fan of this movie to go do something.
7: Well, Somebody when they put me out a the box, dollars, they I'll should've. do it. I'll be it.
5: <laughs> yeah, you'll buy that. you license it. Give
7: me a million dollars, and I will do that.
5: I'll do it. All right, Shit. Give
7: me a million bucks. Let's go.
5: I think this movie is worth going through every frame and fixing it up. I'd like
7: it better if they did that.
5: Fuck it. All three. All four of us. Quit our jobs. Let's get some real money. Let's quit our job and just spend a year and we all divide the movie up and we'll all take apart and clean it all up. We'll <laughs> okay. be done in a year. All Nothing. right. Count me in. Nothing. All right. right, Now, where's our million dollars? Um, That's what we're missing here. All right. So, yeah. So, d- despite the film stock, this movie looks – Jamie, what is it? How, how beautiful is the lighting and atmosphere and the music top notch, right? Not
8: really. Not really. <gasps> what? <laughs> no. I mean no. That's I, don't, disappointing. I don't I no. I don't think so.
5: You don't think it was great lighting and the music was perfect? The music
8: and the atmosphere. I like the music, but I really don't think that that this was filmed top notch. I mean it's not like they got Kubrick in there to do it.
5: No. No, but it's the same as part 2 or 1?
8: Well,
3: yeah. one was very basic.
8: I would say the same thing about them. It doesn't de- it doesn't detract from my love and how much I th- I think that they're solid films, but, you know, they don't look that fantastic.
5: But, Jamie it captures such a great 80s feeling.
8: Yeah, but that doesn't make it good. Hmm. I mean, we're talking about 80s slashers. The majority of 80s slashers were
5: They didn't look like this. They're, not they're damn
8: cheap. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um and this and these are cheap too and they don't it's – I really don't look at this and go, my god, the filmmaking is insane.
5: No, I don't know about that, but I thought
8: – But it's definitely better than the vast majority of, of cheap slashers
3: that were going yeah. on back then, sure. It's better than, like, Prom Night.
8: I, you know, I mean, one thing I hate about films is when you can't see shit, you know, when it's I... so dark because the lighting is so poor that you can't see what's going on. I really hate that. And you don't really – you don't have that problem here, so that's something.
5: Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but Higgins Haven, the actual place, was burned down by a moron fan of this movie who tried to light a fire in a, I don't know how you pronounce the word, faux fireplace.
8: Wow. I did not know that. I knew that it burned down, but I didn't know that a fan did it.
5: Yeah, and he took pictures of it burning and posted it online. on the fire
7: department, idiot.
5: Yeah, like uh, I think he was scared because he wasn't supposed to be in there, so he didn't report it. So it just it's just gone.
7: You should be shot.
5: Yep. So that that fucking place would have been here right now in the same exact. Because I think it was built uh, for the movie uh, only, and so was the pond that the mom jumps out of. And they actually didn't seal it properly, and the water kept sink going into the earth. Because it wasn't properly, the plastic wasn't done well.
3: I love that fucking barn, man. I think what a, what great scenery for this movie. I mean, different from one and two, yeah, but it's what makes this movie unique uh, in the series. I, I just I like that whole thing, the way the barn looks, and just I don't know, it just seems very homey. It's like a place I'd like to go. I'm not a country boy, but I'd go
5: there. I realize I'm just a dumb country boy, but I've needs. <laughs> I am. Oh boy. Edna watches the news, and Ginny is uh, is on the news, and that's Steve Miner is the newscaster, as everybody found out in uh, you know all those documentaries. And so that proves that it's, it's weird, because people are saying that the end of Part 2 was a dream. And that's why Jason never jumped through the window. That's why he doesn't actually look like that and all that type of shit. But uh, obviously he did. Otherwise, uh, the same exact ending in the movie where Jimmy is going into an ambulance would not have happened. And it wouldn't be on the fucking news in the reality of part three. So obviously he actually did jump through the window, guys. So you have to say that he shaved his head and changed his clothes to hide his identity. I don't know why he even knew about cops or knew about that type of stuff, but I guess he did. Hey,
3: you know, he's like a savant. He really is. In some ways, he's completely fucking stupid, but in other ways... He does a lot of thinking. Like, he does a lot of thinking in two with the hiding and the jumping and the fucking out of the bed. And he thinks to take the fucking uh, the coffee pot off the fucking thing when it's whistling. And in this movie, <laughs> he locks at the end, which I think is brilliant. He locks fucking Chris in when, he, when it's the final showdown in the barn. He has the presence of mind to say, this bitch ain't getting out. So I'm going to turn around and take a few seconds and lock her in. I mean, that takes thinking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's not as dumb as they make him out to be in certain. He's like a savant. In some ways he is and in some ways he isn't.
5: Weird. So the big question is why would Andy hook a loser up with a hotter chick than he's with? Did he look at Shelly? Does anything make sense about
8: I mean, Because his chick beatable. is hotter. That's why.
5: They're both pretty. Ooh, look at Jamie. They're both... Pretty. No, I Debbie is. Jamie. Debbie
8: is time. smoking. Debbie is the hottest chick ever in any Friday. I don't care who says otherwise. They're wrong.
5: I'm going to tell you guys something. We ran a poll. I wish I felt that way. Our Skeleton Crew group page on Facebook. And I put up the three chicks, you know, the three main hotties in this movie. <clears throat> and everyone's voting on who's the hottest one. And we got a lot of votes, well over 20.
3: I didn't vote because I thought we were just gonna save it for the show.
5: Well, we are, but now that Jamie's gonna contest what I just said, well, I contest it too.
3: <laughs> what I say is the truth. Well, can I vote now while uh, live on the yeah, show? Yeah, that's what
5: we're gonna do right now. Okay, so.
3: I'm gonna go on Facebook Live,
5: it's Vera Okay, Mike, who's your vote? Debbie. Yay. Debbie?
7: Oh fuck, you might have messed things up. Plus, you see Debbie's boobs. So that's yeah. Plus, and they're not huge.
3: So. Oh, you don't see Debbie's boobs in every version. Did you know that? It's a widescreen full screen situation. Yeah, some some prints you can't see the nip.
7: Yeah, I I know, because when I was a child I didn't see them, and then when I got the widescreen version I was older, I was like, Wow. I can see boobage. You yeah. Yep. You couldn't see him in the beginning? Not in the full screen VHS. No, no.
3: Correct, right. Depends on which which version you And believe
7: me, I tried to pause and like and slow mo it just to like see, and you don't even see like the top of nipple.
6: You just see see like
7: nothing. You know what? Unless I'm counting
5: wrong, I don't know if I counted my own vote. If I did, it's a tie. Be- between between who?
8: Between Debbie
3: and Vera. I think it's going to be between Chris and Vera. Mike? Uh still dead. Chris is Chris is new. Ew. Ew. Ew.
5: Never heard that before, but <laughs> Okay. I have
3: no problem with Debbie. Don't get me wrong. I'm just predicting that. Yeah, Chris doesn't. Most people. Yeah, I think the tie
8: in. is, is going to be between Debbie and Vera. Got
5: it. Jamie is correct. Yes. Mike is correct. It is Debbie and Vera tie. Now this could be wrong.
8: Although I love Chris, I think Chris is beautiful, and I wanted to be Chris when I was a kid. So.
5: <laughs> did it happen? No, it did not happen. We can make it happen. I also wanted want want. It to be, but I'll... I could attack you in the woods, right? And be a douchey boyfriend.
8: Um, i also wanted to, to, to get tanya to roberts, roberts from um
5: tanya roberts
8: tanya, yeah tanya roberts from <sighs> tourist trap
5: no you mean tony katane <laughs> no
3: no, no that's <laughs> oh would you settle for tanya roberts on that 70s show no oh she was a milf
8: man shit i mean okay. no she was fine but in in tourist trap holy shit yeah, when I was would. a kid, I wanted to grow up to be that. I was like, I cannot wait to wear a tube top with cutoff shorts and pantyhose and high heels. That's...
5: <laughs> Did that happen?
6: <laughs> that could that might, have happened, yes, but- <laughs> that might have happened, yes. That might have
5: happened? She was very pretty. I don't know. I just think Andy was trying to torture Vera. Maybe they had some kind of thing going on that he just wanted to torture the shit out of her and say, "Here, here's your date, bitch. It just so
3: happened. Shelly is a
8: nice guy.
5: Fuck fucking Shelly. He's actually not a nice guy. Shelly
3: is me. No, he's not. But much. not crippled. No, you wouldn't go that far. You would learn your lesson after one Honestly, or two Actually, I wouldn't times. be able to
7: swim. So if I tried to, like, jump into the uh, pond or lake or whatever the fuck it was and scare uh, Vera, I'd be dead because I can't swim. Dude, he looks like he ate you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like you.
3: Mike, you would fucking, you're not, no. He's not
8: even you wouldn't that bad. He actually fits into
7: a wetsuit it's <laughs> right. He squeezes into one, but you wouldn't put yourself
3: down that much for fucking to try to get fucking pity, fucking attention from people.
5: His name is—they should have called him Belly, not Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> should have called him fucking jelly. Speaking jelly. of eating way too much, now who's an expert here on on pot? Uh, it's you, right, Dave? Uh,
6: okay.
5: Are you the weed expert here? Yeah. Well, As in I
6: was-
3: what respect? I would say in all respects. I know an awful lot.
5: Okay. Jamie may,
3: too. I mean, I've I never I had the discussion with
5: her. Would you overdose on any level and, and or die if you ate?
3: No one in, in recorded history of human has ever uh, overdosed on marijuana. And as a matter of fact, that is the only drug that you can say that about.
5: Yeah, but have, but who puts it in the context of eating a pound of it? I'm sure you would overdose.
3: No, you wouldn't overdose. No, you can't. you fucking fall asleep. You, you, you cannot overdose on it. You can't. I believe well, you just
8: you can't overdose. Like, what he's saying is the worst thing that would happen is that it would just knock you out. Like, it would just you know tire you out. I mean, I think if you tried to force like any anything else, if you tried to force a bunch of it down your gullet, you might throw up. But oh, you're not going to OD.
6: Okay.
5: Uh, Rick wants to have sex with Chris one time in the morning, and two times. At night, I like that. I've what changed my opinion.
3: Now? I've changed my opinion on Rick.
5: He's not a douche.
3: He is still kind of a douche, but I've all but he is all about the nookie. He is only there because he wants to fucking bang this chick. He doesn't right. really. And I never before, except for one line, it's like when he says fucking, and he then he goes back to douchiness. But he's just like,
5: <laughs> how do I break through?
3: That's a little fucking douchey.
5: How do I break through, Chris? I want to get back to you. So I could fuck you later. later. Yeah,
3: or whatever. But I mean, fuck it.
8: But still. But he gave up a weekend with Mary Joe Conrad. Yeah, or so he She'll says. To be there
3: with her. Yeah, the, the, the Mary, Mary Jo. Mary jo Conrad. Conrad. I think, this, see, he's smart. Because this chick's only, you know, he hasn't seen her in a couple of years or whatever. And she's only coming in town for the weekend. He's like, well, I'm going to fuck the hell out of this chick while she's here. She's coming
6: back. <laughs> she's going to come.
3: And he doesn't think about this. He does not care really that much. That his car gets fucking trashed a little bit, that this happens, he sh- straight up says this, that, and the other thing. I want to fuck once in the morning and twice at night. He is all about the pussy. He just wants to bang the hell out of this chick for fucking the three days that she's there, and then whatever happens, happens.
5: So that makes him cool again.
3: Yeah, that does kind of make him cool again. See, all those years that he wanted to, he wanted to be her love interest, and and he just acts and looks kind of like a douche. So it was easy for me just to point the finger, but now. Yeah.
5: You know what? His face and hair yeah. was, and his, his clothes. He looks like Christopher Reeve to me. He looks like a
3: fucking oh, yes. a, a, a lame-looking Superman or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I exactly. don't hate him like I used to. I don't think he's a douche as much. Because I think, bottom line, he's all about fucking just, just banging the hell He's out. all about the nookie. The what? The, the nookie. nookie. <laughs> yeah.
6: I was going to well.
5: do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> Those are the first words I said. He's all about the nookie. Mm-hmm. I was
5: waiting for one of you guys to jump into it. Yeah, I set you up. Don't worry, I I slam dunked the (laughs) alley-oop, baby. Do do, do, do any of you guys... Mike, you talked about you cranked out a couple times a day. Uh, So does does anyone else need sex three times a day? Because I'm usually good once a day if it's real sex. Jerking off, even, is usually once a day. There are times when I have the weekend to myself where things change, but... Normally, if I was banging a girl, I think one time a, a, a day is enough. What do you guys think?
7: I only had the luxury of um,
5: of coming up with an opinion, forming an opinion.
7: Well, of, you know, only once in, you know, once in a day, once in a week, once in a month, once in a year. Um, but I've always it's been my goal to try at least three what? times a day.
5: Get out of here! Why
7: not? There's nothing wrong with it. I am. What a waste of time! I think I only need what? about. 20 not minutes if you're horny, to... yeah, whatever. I wanted. What How I is write... that a
8: waste of time? Alex is like, oh man, I could totally be watching The Simpsons right now.
7: Well, uh, just <laughs> you know what? Incorporate The Simpsons into it. Just have the TV on, go doggy style, and like just you know be behind pounding as you're watching the simpsons that is something i want to try smoke a joint and put an
3: ashtray on her back while you're doing (laughs) just multitask
7: (laughs) man you can jamie would you get offended
5: if you were blowing a guy and his phone went and he picked it up and started texting back
8: um yes yes i would (laughs) yeah but i think I I, i can tell you this much i would stop (laughs)
7: <laughs> That's a good answer, yeah. what if what if a guy I was watching it. halloween six
5: no what if he paused it during beth's scene and had you blown while he was looking at another chick naked in bed
6: <laughs> i need
5: to try
7: that like tomorrow can somebody please have sex with me
6: <laughs>
3: now you're talking like shelly what the fuck
7: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then
5: we all put our hand on Mike's mouth. and go, "I don't think so,"
3: <laughs> which is great. You know,
6: that and reminds me
8: 20. of a funny story when I was about twenty, um, and yeah, I can even I can remember back that far.
5: Um, <laughs> wow, thirty-seven years ago,
6: <laughs>
8: <laughs> and eighteen cats ago. Um,
6: <laughs>
8: <laughs> I was about twenty, and I was with this guy, and it was in the morning, and my um, we'd been like had we'd had the stereo on. And so it came, it went into morning news and, <laughs> but we're in the middle. And so, but you know, while the morning news it's just sort of little snippets are coming into my, or coming into my consciousness, you know, and there's a story about this guy who are these two guys who rob a convenience store and then they jump on a paver to get away and pavers top out or like a scraper you know how they scrape the roads before they repave them and those top out at like two to three miles per hour right
5: they mill the road so
8: they um they jumped into one of those to get away drove it all the way to their house and what ended up happening is the cops just they chilled all out the trail. And they followed the trail to the guy's house and pick oh. and rest them mm-hmm. so they're telling this story on the news and i start cracking up laughing <laughs> and the guy was like What, you laughing at my dick? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? No, I was listening to the news. And then I was like, oh, sorry.
5: (laughs) Yeah, sorry you couldn't hold my attention. Yeah, I would (laughs) have
7: said, yeah, you're underperforming. (laughs) (laughs) You're only fucking me. But it's so
8: funny, because it was so funny. That's immediately what he jumped to. It's like, oh, you laugh. You must be laughing at
3: my dick.
6: (laughs) Wow, somebody's got some insecurities. Right?
3: Rick what you said about rick now think about it he's let's say he's 25 years old at the most okay
5: Mm -hmm. he's younger
3: there he looks older than me today he does look older right right
5: (laughs) today i'm 35
3: (laughs) he does look old but he's supposed to be a young guy now you have this chick that's only coming in town for three days max of course you're gonna have as much sex with this woman as you can oh
5: dude i would would say the same
3: thing if i was him
5: no, there's not, I'm not disputing that. That's I know fine. you're not disputing it, but you're saying is that necessary, and I'm saying why it oh, is. Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. How about the bikers, the whole biker scene? You know, Sons of Anarchy invades wow, nice. Friday the 13th.
3: They did have cuts on them.
5: <laughs> yeah. There was, I was going to ask
3: you, patches?
5: Uh, they weren't. They didn't have a top and a bottom rocker, which would claim territory, but they were a gang of sorts because they had like a black widow on the back of their
3: right. cuts. Right. Uh, You think maybe they're just, like, um, stepsons of anarchy?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're a real biker gang, you claim territory. They're Higgins, they're stepsons of Higgins Haven. (laughs) I don't,
8: I don't imagine they have a lot of rival gangs in the area, though, so they probably just didn't even bother.
7: Yeah. You
10: know,
8: I mean, (laughs) is Crystal Lake rife with motorcycle gangs? (laughs) And this one has, what, three people?
5: (laughs) Yeah, three people. One of them
8: is the,
3: and one of them is the bitch, so...
5: What? Yeah, the well, old she's an old lady a
3: member. But she's not an old lady. She's actually a member. Wow. She was? Well, I don't know. She has to be. She's running around with him. She has her own bike, doesn't she? Hey, hey, you're an old lady. We don't have to run nothing by you. <laughs> Very good. You know what, though? Do you think that they make money by stealing gas? That's their hustle?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like, and how about when Ali's stealing gas and the guy goes, I'll do it. And he goes, I know what I'm doing. Like, do we really have to question... Whether or not Ali knows how to steal gas, is that really what's at stake here?
3: It's just um, exposition of how badass he is,
5: apparently. Oh
3: uh, no, man! Oh, I
8: man. know how to siphon gas. How does that make you badass? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, uh, that's their, that's how they make money. That's what they do. They steal gas and they sell it on the fucking cheap.
5: What was Ali's plan, though? Shelly backs up into the bikes like Pee Wee Herm. No, who did that? Uh, Pee Wee Herm. Yeah, yeah Pee after the yeah.
3: tequila dance. Yeah.
5: <laughs> And then Ali just wraps a chain around his hand and then does, like, this fist thing and then stands in front. Of, like, what if Shelly just ran him over?
3: Which is what I would have done. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's what I would have done. Fuck. Who's going to know that I killed him? <laughs> He's a fearless biker. He's a badass. And why didn't Shelly just turn to the left and keep driving? <laughs> because Surely he tried to not be
7: a, thing. Mike, he, he be a pussy.
5: What, Mike? Because he didn't want to be a pussy? Oh, wait. Yeah, so he didn't man. hit him with a car? That's what a cool guy does. Yeah,
7: watch. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. Dude, I, I, Joe, I, I, I misspoke. Yes, he is a pussy, man.
5: Yeah. Like, fuck. Just, and what really bothers me, Jamie, about that scene, I don't know what bothers you. I guess the, the fact that he just... The
8: that is the windshield? Yes, that
5: bothers me. It's a fucking pane of glass. <laughs> that's not what windshields are made out of. If anybody knows this. <laughs> they don't break into pieces when you hit them with things. you're right i never thought about it that way but yeah that's the weirdest shit ever like why did that happen and and then and what really is another fucking peeve of this whole situation ding no it's kidding (laughs) is (laughs) that uh i love it yeah drink (laughs) is that uh could you imagine ding (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got it. No, what really bothers me about it is that they go back and then Shelly throws the keys to Rick and goes, eh, just some minor damage. You can handle it or some shit. Like, oh,
8: yeah, that is fucked up.
5: That's Yeah. Why would you not explain what happened? Why does he have no empathy for Rick? Like, why doesn't he give a fuck?
8: Yeah, it's completely out of character, I think, for him. Except that maybe he's riding high on this, yep. like, adrenaline rush of, you know, being a badass, which he really wasn't. But, you know, to him, he was yeah. being a badass. He
5: ran over a bike tire.
8: So he's like, he's riding high on that. He's like, yeah, I'm bad. And so he
3: frozen yep. <laughs> at him. Minor damage. I agree with Jamie. That's totally it, man. He's fucking... He's proud as a peacock at that moment because, fucking remember, think about how excited Vera was. Did I do it? Uh, yeah, you did it. You know? <laughs> she said I was great. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she gave him a little bit of fucking, you know, gave him some props. He's fucking the man now. He's man. Yeah, he's right. An asshole like that would fucking ride high just that easy. Right. It, it does actually fit into his personality in, in that instant because someone that's like that, that's what they would do.
5: A normal tough guy would get out of the car and beat the fuck out of Ali. But instead, <laughs> wow. this guy just runs his car and hits his bike with it.
7: Oh, uh, that's the greatest, too. Jerk off. I just
3: think it's funny that they never explain. Think about if it was you in your car. Even if you're the coolest cat in the world. Like, a guy like me, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty level-headed about something like that. But if they brought the thing over and they yeah, said, you hey... Better you
8: better fucking it. tell me what happened. Right. Uh, yeah.
3: The thing's fucking smashed. Your windshield's
5: smashed. Listen, right. hey, mind telling me what happened? Yeah, I'd go, whoa, 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 asshole. Come here.
6: <laughs> Come
5: here, asshole. Right. What the fuck happened to my car? Yeah. Oh, some my... No, no, no. I don't know a fucking minor, Dad. I'm going to take it out of your ass if you don't give me the fucking money for it right now. Kick his ass, Rick. You don't even. Have- <laughs> so Rick is the pussy, actually.
3: You don't even have to do it that way. You could just say, hey, well, what the hell happened here, man? That's why no, I was. No,
5: no, 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 dude. You, no, wouldn't you have gotta to- be angry. You show up at my fucking doorstep with my car in. in, in Shattered glass pieces, and you say that you throw my fucking keys to me and say, eh. Oh, I, yeah. I, what the, I, I'd probably, first of all, I'd fucking clock you right there. Then when you wake <laughs> up, then we'll talk about it.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it that way. I, 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 yeah. If Rick he treated smash. me that way, yeah, then I'd be really pissed. But initially, if they pulled up, I'd be like, what the fuck happened here? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Just well, he I did
7: say that. <laughs> You know, he then, didn't say, well, he didn't say what the
3: fuck happened. That's after her, that's only, that, yeah, he did say that, but then. He, oh, he did say, after what After Shelly threw him the keys, he should have had a different reaction. But, once again, it goes back to why he's not such a douche. He doesn't give a fuck. He's willing to fucking part with a couple hundred dollars because he's going to bang the shit out of Chris that way.
5: Oh, come on, was he that hard up? Wait, hey, it is. Dude, he has Mary Joe Conrad in the back pocket. <laughs> why would he worry about this chick? <laughs> Variety,
3: brother. It's the spice of life.
5: Please. Yeah, right. Yeah, so is $300. <laughs>
8: Or apparently, like seventeen fifty, which is what that piece of glass might cost. If you're <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, we're talking about a fucking pane of glass for his car. So the bikers uh you know they want to get revenge and what what was Fox doing exactly she's walking through the barn and it like feels good. Yeah. I'm just going to slap stuff and act <laughs> like I'm just like I don't care and I'm going to take a canteen off of a hook and just slap it and put it back on the hook. Oh that's the best. Like the honey the place is going to be burned to the ground in a half hour why are you hanging it back up? Wait they were going to burn
3: the place? Yeah, that's the
8: whole reason they were stealing the gas. Oh, I just
5: thought they stole the gas
8: just to, just to fuck no, them. No, fool, know. they were stealing the gas to burn down the barn as retaliation for their bites. <laughs> what?
6: Wait, <laughs> what was that? What
8: is Mike inflating something over there? What is happening?
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's Mike's laugh when he doesn't use his mouth. Dave has been watching this movie for 30 fucking years <laughs> and never realized... <laughs>
6: Oh, Wait, boy. When was
8: that established?
6: <laughs> <laughs> when, when he
8: told him to take
3: the cans and start pouring it around the bar. <laughs> well, he said that I, I don't remember.
7: Take it around the party, start pouring. <laughs> See, this shit. is
3: why I can watch movies over and over again, and it's like the first time I watched it. The pros and cons of being me. <laughs>
0: Holy
6: shit! <laughs> Fucking fish. I
5: know.
3: Mike, get some oxygen.
5: <laughs> Mike. It's getting dirty in here. Can you stop that? <laughs> I don't want to slip out.
9: <laughs> oh, holy shit, man. <laughs> we're going
5: to slide out of the dungeon. <laughs> oh, and how about when she she swings on the fucking rope and goes, wee? and it's like, honey, we're all hiding and sneaking around. What the fuck are you doing?
7: Uh, Way to know, be inconspicuous, Fox.
5: Yeah, that's a little <laughs> conspicuous. They don't do it. it. Oh, badass pledgers in their mind. Oh, badass. Yeah, so, why, okay, then, then fucking walk up like badasses and just say, yo, we're here. What the fuck? What are you going to do about it? Like, why do any of that hiding if you're such a badass and you're going to swing from a rope?
3: Well, it set up a good kill situation. That's all. That, that's the answer there. It set up an interesting, oh, what's
5: this? Yeah, she she did the, the rope swung back. A, a one ounce rope had the weight to swing out again. <laughs> Even though she wasn't on it.
3: Yeah, it is uncharacteristic, though. I'll give you that.
8: Yeah. You know, When I was a kid, I thought that was Felicia Rashad. Oh,
7: From wow, the Cosbys? Right.
5: Yeah. The younger version? Yeah,
7: yeah that could work.
5: Put the bitch on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> God, your your nose is on fire today, Mike. What <laughs> the fuck is it with you? I
8: picture him flying around the room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like a balloon. <laughs> yeah, it's like a balloon. Yeah, you Man, to pop it?
5: Mike, you're ruining all the background music on this episode. He's like
3: the old lady in Suspirio.
7: Oh, I should I can't take it. take it. I can't take it. Oh, God. Okay, I'm better. So
5: Chris talks about her past near a fucking drainage fucking tunnel.
8: Because that is a romantic spot. What are you talking about? <laughs> he took her to the sewage drain off place. That is
6: hot.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: Sewage drain off. That's where
3: they hang out. I never noticed. Holy fuck. I just thought they were sitting on a piece of wood.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And I thought I was bad. I (laughs) remember. So now
5: we established about this bizarre uh, inconsistency of Jason's clothes. Now, everybody knows this. I'm not saying anything new, but let's just put it in the show officially. When she daydreams or whatever about Jason, or no, it's not her thinking. It's actually they're showing us what happened. So this is supposedly real to life. Jason's chasing her in, like, he keeps, like, fucking tripping. I don't know if he's, like, stuck in a bear trap or some shit, but he he can't seem to get up. (laughs) Just fucking grab. I don't know what's happening in this scene. But uh, oh, <laughs> it's Kendrick. so weird. I'm like, what the fuck? So his hair is shaved already, and his clothes are Harold's clothes. Like, how does that happen?
6: Two
8: years ago.
5: Yeah, two years ago, before part two, you have part three, Jason. Yeah, no, that, a, is, yeah.
8: that whole thing is – I, I, I got to tell you, I am not a fan of that dream. I'm dream – of that flashback period because it introduces the whole – you know, is Jason a rapist thing, which is just bullshit. I refuse to accept it or even acknowledge that that is a possibility because it's dumb. So yeah. I, I just I don't like that at all. I, if I wish they could just remove that whole thing.
5: Oh, I actually do I, like it. I
3: do like it too. For the time, of, for uh, go ahead, uh, Jason. I'm calling
6: you. Go ahead. Yo. No, no. I was
5: just gonna say. You know, my big. But the first time I presented this idea, oddly enough, was on the Friday Three review, where I said, "How come these guys don't rape these girls? How come they have no animalistic sexual?" Well, I remember. Whatever. Yeah. Like, Jamie, I understand. In the grand scheme of things, you're right. But at the same time, I would like an element of.
3: Who are these guys?
5: Why are they not sexually involved? Who is they?
3: Who? All the killers: Michael, Jason, Leatherface. Uh,
8: Leatherface is leather. There are there are discussions in various sequels of Leatherface And women, you know, getting it
5: on. But Jason would have banged almost every chick in Part Two, so we know that he's not a rapist. I
6: he... think.
8: Well, because if you um. All right, if you want to get re- if you want to put a whole lot of thought into it, you could say that Jason is anti-sex, like, you know, because of the that's the reason that he of course he would know that, but like you could go the whole, you know, his mother was anti-sex because right. that's what killed her son, so, you know, he is, you know, I mean, maybe it's just a an extension of what his mother was doing. Honestly, I think that's putting too much thought into it and it doesn't completely hold water. But it's just i don't Did i you see the sin
6: yeah <laughs> i think
8: um yeah i mean i think that, that his motivation is not sexual so i i think that his motivation is just murderous and um so i i think if you introduce a sexual element into it then you make him a completely different person you know
5: would, would you like that overall would it be cooler if jason banged these girls
8: no, I oh, like him. Cool. I like him as a pure murderer. You know, I think we have interesting sexual elements brought in, like with Norman Bates as a character. You know, um, right?
5: We don't need Jason. Or, or like though. in
8: like Hills Have Eyes, you have that. I mean, we have them in other places, and it just makes him a different kind of killer. I kind of like his his uh, the purity of what he is. He's just out to wreak havoc and to stop right. you from
5: doing things yeah. in life.
3: I agree and I like that, but I have to disagree on what what, I I do think that he raped her. And at this point of the series, you're only three movies in, you don't know a whole lot about the backstory of Jason. You know, uh, you just saw what he was in part two, and then you see a little bit here that it's entirely possible because he's, you know, what he is and he's naturally curious about sex that it could happen. It could happen. I think it did
5: happen. Yeah, did she say she woke up and her pussy hurt?
3: No. I'll tell you what, though, I figured out why. Here's more proof that he raped her. Because you're right, Al, but it wasn't a bear trap. He kept slipping because of the pants. He had a fucking he had a heart on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and there there is another there is
8: another aspect to this too.
5: Why didn't he kill her? Right, and why didn't he beat her up? Why didn't he do anything? The parents came and saw, it and he fucking took off. Oh, because they didn't talk about it.
3: That's why. Why would they not talk about that's? There's two things that make this make me believe it was a rape. That's the obvious thing. The parents never talked about it. That's what I always thought. The second thing was the, the, what Andy says earlier in the film when he says as a joke, she says, is that all you two are going to do, have sex? And then he says, well, what would a weekend in the country be without sex? Cool it, Andy. And he's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it that way. So wh- that insinuates something. What else would it insinuate?
5: Yeah, she must have got fucked. Right.
3: That's that's to me is what – Yeah, but she
8: herself that says that she – but she herself says that she doesn't know what happened. She passed out and then she woke up later. She has, she has no recollection of any kind of sexual anything. Or she would have brought it up to, to Rick when she's talking about it. She actually says. She doesn't know. That's what she tells Rick. But how would Andy know? I mean, so clearly, I think Andy's misstep is just based on the fact that she was attacked. Not necessarily that she was raped, but just that she was attacked by a man in the woods.
5: I think there's a I think there's just a loop. I think there's plot holes, but I think you're both right.
8: It could. That's what I'm saying. Because why would he say that line? I think think Alex nails it when Alex says there are plot holes. I think they didn't think this through when they wrote it i think it was just a we'll throw this in here
5: yeah because dave's making sense and then but then you make sense so i don't know
3: well check it out i'll go further what she says to rick because he's a man and a man that she's been involved with and maybe she doesn't want to have sex with him and this is uh, another way of describing she's not going to come out and say she got raped what she tells debbie who may be her best friend may be something completely different
8: if that were the case, she wouldn't say, I don't remember. She would just skip over it. She
3: wouldn't make it a point to say, I don't know what happened.
5: Maybe she don't want to get into it, though. That's what I'm saying. That's
3: what she tells Rick. She doesn't want to get into it. She's like, I don't know what happened. I passed out. I don't remember. Instead of just saying, well...
5: This whole fucking tragic thing about a rape, yeah.
3: You know? Because who tells that to a guy that they've slept with And in, in, in that situation? I
5: just If she was banging Rick, then gets raped, she would be... Notice that she was uncomfortable with with uh, intimacy? Intimacy, yeah. She was uncomfortable with the intimacy, which is exactly what happens when you're raped, even if it's your husband, your boyfriend, anything.
8: That's mm-hmm. true, but it can also happen when you just are attacked. I mean, like. Two years ago. Violently attacked. I mean, people react things
5: differently. Two fucking years, and you're not going to hug your boyfriend or let him kiss you?
8: Because a, a guy
5: just chased you in the woods?
8: Well, she also, well, no, keep in mind, she's been away for that long. But this is her first time back to Hagen's Haven since all of that happened. All those memories are coming rushing back. She needs time to, to like, uh, acclimate herself to where she is now in this whole situation. I, I mean, she's just going through a lot of emotional stuff. And also, it's just bad writing.
3: I think,
5: I think that, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's not go any further. I think we're just, we're, we're victims of bad writing right now.
3: I don't want to assassinate the,
5: <laughs> yeah, the whole fucking review is going to be about the fucking rape.
3: I don't want to assassinate Jason's character because I love him the same way you do, Jamie, but his I'm just character, saying, at this yeah,
8: time, yeah, well, you know, what the I mean. first villain's character is coming under, <laughs> coming under fire because he might also be a rapist. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, we don't want to taint his, his, uh, fucking <laughs> legacy here.
3: We are fucking fanboys. Okay, all right.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The character of Jason. Mike, do you freeze frame the movie when Vera's bending over and Shelly's looking at her ass? Is that a a point of masturbatory fantasy for you? Don't tell me this asshole left again.
3: Oh, son of a... Bitch! Yeah, I knew that. I heard the noise, heard the boop boop, and then fucking next thing he was gone. I thought you were setting up a joke when you said that. <laughs> I really did. Wasn't that's, that's I think it's funny now. It's a gimmick because we even talked about it at the beginning of the show. Mike walks off. It's great. I think it's fucking roll with it. I think it's funny.
5: This guy. Just gimmick now. I'm trying to get one thing done with him, where he doesn't leave before it's over.
3: I think it's a cult of Torn, a cult of thorn situation.
5: All right. Well, Mike is gone. So, we will continue. So, yeah.
3: Vera's ass. She doesn't have much of an ass for a fucking, um, a a Latina.
5: I know. That's the one thing I wish she had more of. Yep. She was, uh, there's a a scene where she's looking over the back deck or something like that. And, you know, she got that red jumpsuit on or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And so I freeze-framed it one time at at the end of a video, because I did a, a tribute to her in this video. And, because I, you know, I was running the Friday 13th website. I remember that video. Yeah, so, in the freeze frame, it ends there, and I wanted her to look hotter, so I actually added, with a red uh, photoshop, more ass to her.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. Can you believe that? Now, if
5: you watch that video, now you'll pay attention and look at the fucking ass grow. Put that shit up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the freeze frame. What an asshole I am.
3: Put up Died in Your Eyes tonight. That was the best one you ever made.
5: I just died in it. No I, no, I did. Uh, I really need you tonight. forever going to That's what I'm talking
3: Oh, yeah, what I say? Died in your arms tonight? Yeah. I- I'm sorry. I conf- I'm talking about, what do you call it? Uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. That's it, yep. That was the only thing I ever saw that made me care for the characters of the Friday the 13th series. Yeah. I-, I only saw everybody's red shirts in every movie, and I never cared about their characters. I just wanted to see Jason killing them. That was just me growing up. And when you when I saw that video you made, it completely changed my fucking opinion on, on things. I was like, wow. These are real people. <laughs> that Yeah, that's why I praised that video, because it, it opened something up in, inside. Thanks. You
5: know? Yeah. And I remember the, the second half of that video was a little tough for me compared to the first half, because those were less less in-depth people in a weird way. like Or else, maybe it's...
3: The series, it was later on in the series, right? When
5: I did the first half, and then in that big crescendo, I have Jason coming back as a zombie, and it kind of takes away the feeling. You know, it kind of it puts it into a whole other hokey world. That's the series. One through four? Right. Fucking brilliant. Five is the middle?
3: You know? The segue and six and, and on is a different series. It is what it is. Jamie, have you seen this video? She left. Everybody's leaving. I didn't. I don't, I don't think I have. <laughs> That's so mad
6: <laughs>
3: She left. <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn it. Funny. I think you would like it. You, I'm. Yeah, I think you would really like that video. So you
6: got
5: you got to watch it undistracted though. I'll post it to the thing. Okay.
3: Yeah, you might miss out. Like you know, people that you didn't know before were fucking stealing gas to burn down a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> really pay attention.
5: He didn't realize the guys were burning down the, the barn, but he figured out that Chris was raped. That's amazing.
3: <laughs> well, that matters. Who gives a fuck about what these bikers are doing? You know? <laughs> funny. Honestly. But what about Vera wearing two different shades of red? Chicks would never do that. Women never do shit. That's something guys do.
8: Thank you. I think of that every single time.
3: Yeah, well, see? <laughs> uh, also, I, I,
11: I know. Like,
8: also, I don't think those pants are flattering. So when she what? actually bends over, I don't like that shot. West? I'm like, uh, if she was wearing like, jeans or something, maybe,
3: but. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get it. I think they rushed this production and everything really went into the 3D. Granted, I'm still a big fan of the movie, but that's what I think. uh, You know, the parts of this movie that we're making fun of and everything else. Yeah, that
5: suffered due to 3D.
3: I really think that, yeah. As much as I have no issue with 3D, but at the time it was what it was and it was new. Well, they
8: say because of the 3D shooting, you know, it took hours to set up each shot because they had to do it exactly right because of using the 3D camera. And they did a lot of sitting around and waiting. You could think that someone would have come to some of these conclusions while they were doing all Uh, that sitting around and waiting.
5: Yeah, like that's a lot of time to make everything perfect.
3: It definitely hurt the movie, the 3DS. Weird.
5: All right. Well, uh, you know, we talked about another aspect where – who was arguing? Somebody was arguing – I think Dave hates it when people say – The killer is on screen too long, and then he hates it when people say they're not on enough because nobody is satisfied. Well, in this movie, Jason does not, you don't see a close-up of this guy until after an hour into this. And the first time you really see him is when he shoots Vera. It's perfect. You know, he killed people along the way, and you see him looking through a window, and you see this, you see it. For some reason, man, it doesn't bother me at all, because you got to remember, he killed Ali, he killed the black girl, uh, Fox, he killed... Loco? L- Loco, yeah. Loco. You know, he ki- Jason did a, <laughs> a good amount of killing, uh, and you see him here and there, but it's almost perfect. It's the perfect execution. Dave, that's your answer. That is how much you should see your killer. Exactly what this movie did, and exactly what part two does, and exactly what part four does. Part one was too much not seeing the it killer. It was all
3: POV, that's why. There was no POV here. But I'll tell you, here's what I love about this movie, that Jason is seen in these stalker-type scenes, where he's over the... You You, you see the the when uh, they're having the conversation, when you see um, a Douche and fucking... What's her name? Chris talking, and then you see that Jason is in the barn watching, and then right. later on you see Chuck and Chili walking around, with, uh, walking away with their arms around each other, and you just see like half of Jason's body from behind, and he's just you know basically stalking them and, and looking at them, like waiting to make his move. I think that's something that it wasn't done in any other movie in the series. I mean, we saw povs before, and in the future we saw it executed differently, but. That's one of the really good things about this movie. That it's the only one where we see that.
5: Oh, it's it's perfect. The way they do it is perfect. The way they present Jason.
3: Very strong point to this movie.
5: Yeah, best thing about the movie, really. In a way, like it really and it, it encapsulates, makes it all work. Um, let's jump back a little bit and talk about. We've been praising this movie so far. I know we have been questioning things, laughing at some stuff, but now let's get to. Uh, you, know, you know, by the way, the, the, it's, it's a shame that the movie suffered for 3D aspects because, I mean, what did we get out of it? We got a rat on a stick, a snake on a wire, a kid's bat, a, an axe sticking out of Jason's head. That was cool, though. You got the Jason grabbing you. You got the laundry line uh, stick when Harold <laughs> was fixing the laundry. You got popcorn, a fucking terrible eyeball kill, and you got a yo-yo. Like, the movie suffered for that. <laughs> like, I know. was that really necessary? I mean, come on, man. That was—it's just so stupid. And plus, you even dropped the ball on the eyeball. I've said this before. When the guy holds
3: it up, or Rick's eyeball?
5: The oh, there's three eyeballs actually. I should is have. The guy holding
3: there. up the eyeball. The crazy Ralph, not gone. Yeah, we're
5: about to get to him.
3: Okay.
5: But the, where they drop the ball is Edna's death. Would have been so awesome if that needle came through the back of her head and her eye actually came out towards the camera. That, bam, 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 it would have been so fucking cool to have that as your bam, and then all of a sudden the credits hit. That would have been incredible. But instead, you get nothing. You just get the thing sticking between his fingers. Like it's just so stupid. But here's the thing, though, when that guy held the the, the crazy Ralph knockoff, who's randomly sleeping in the middle of roads that people drive on,
2: stupid.
6: <laughs>
5: yeah when he holds that eyeball up, who the fuck's eye was that? That could have been Edna. That would have been amazing. Wow. if that popped out of her head and then he has it and he's showing these kids how amazing would that have been? They could have utilized her death, but instead, it's a non it's a nothing, yeah, it
3: should have been Edna, but the only problem is he says that he gave it to him, and he spoke to him, so there wouldn't have been Jason.
5: He was just a delusional old fuck, yeah, but he could have thought Jason was talking.
3: Yeah, I suppose.
5: You know, just looking at him, he's probably delusioning like he's saying things.
3: They should have just taken that out of the They should have taken that line right out. He should have just
5: said, I don't know.
3: You know what I mean? Those other body parts. And just left it at that. Mm-hmm. And held yeah. up the eyeball. Yeah, man, that would have been brilliant.
5: Yeah. but And then what was with the eyeball? Jamie, you worked in a laboratory. What would make an eyeball <laughs> ever look like that unless they cooked it?
8: I well I we, I don't know. We didn't we didn't do things with eyeballs and <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yeah, what if, what do you think she was
3: working fucking It did, it did look lab? boiled though, didn't it? Yeah, it looked weird. Yes, it, it looked like it looked like a, a a fried egg, the bad part of it. <laughs> yes, yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. They just could've utilized it. So uh Shelley you know he makes this weird comment when they first get to Higgins Haven and he says you know Chris says why are you here why aren't you with the others and he goes they all said they're gonna skinny dip and I'm not skinny enough and I'm watching this and I'm like who the fuck skinny dipping Chris isn't obviously Rick isn't uh Andy and Debbie are taken to the room and they're showing the hammock and everything so clearly they're not skinny dipping uh Vera is she skinny dipping? Because I don't know why we're not looking at that. That should have been in the fucking movie. Is she skinny dipping? And we should have seen
3: it if they did. I wish they would have shown Right.
5: Up. And are the two potheads skinny dipping? Because number one, I don't see them doing anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who's skinny dipping here. What is he talking about?
8: I just always assumed that when we see them a little later, that it is actually later. That they were skinny dipping at that moment. That everyone just sort of ran down to the water and got into did that. But and they're all dressed like,
5: the same and they look exactly the same. Like, how come they don't come back upstairs with a towel around them or something? Yeah,
8: I don't... I didn't... I never put that much thought into it, so I don't know.
3: It was a stupid punchline just to make fucking... Shelley once again find a reason to fucking insult himself to be just the outcast. More exposition on fucking the loser character that he is, and that he fucking constantly puts some They should have just made it much simpler. Hey guys, wanna go skinny dipping? And he could look as oh, I'm not skinny enough, guys. That's what they should have done. Yeah. <clears throat> and then end it instead of us fucking. Well, yeah. What? Isn't it? When do you ever hear skinny dipping mentioned in a horror movie, especially with TNA? And then it doesn't happen.
5: I don't know. Never. So this asshole does this prank where he gets killed and he screams like a little bitch in the house, and then everybody comes running to him. And I, you know, I never thought of this before, but how the fuck did Chris even find him? Out of the whole upstairs, they should have been just like looking in a room, looking around, leaving the room if they're not there. Next room, look around, they're not there, leave the room, go downstairs, do other. She actually has the presence of mind to look in a, a, a coat closet. To, to look for him? Like, what are the chances that he'd even be in there? And then he was. And then he falls and he goes to the ground. And then when he's exposed as, you know, pranking, what the most baffling part of the whole thing is he pulls this axe out of his head. And it's it has hair attached. Like, where did he find matching white people afro hair that that goes on this <laughs> axe?
3: Maybe he made it. Of course he made it. With yeah. what?
5: He cut his own hair?
3: Why not? Not his own hair. Just fucking, you know, he this is something he specializes in. That's how those tricks work. It's so different than Tommy Jarvis as the kid in part four, doing his things, makeup effects and whatnot. Why not?
5: So he found white people afro hair? Maybe he shot it or he used his own hair or he just fucking got it from the shop where he purchased it. Hi, uh. I want to put this axe in my head, but do you have hair that matches an asshole's haircut?
3: <laughs> he may have done it that day, Alex. We could give, we could say that. Maybe that that morning before they left, he got a little baggy because his whole life's in that little box. Cut a little bit out, and that little thing. <laughs> yeah, and that little thing got a little ziploc and put it in there and said, "Okay, when I when it, yeah." That I was
5: know. worse acting from Vera right there.
3: Oh, that whole fucking scene. Ooh, stick around. Stick around, you'll see. I Stick like
5: around. Him. Yeah, that was the worst fucking acting. You're right. Like, the whole scene is bad.
3: I just fucking don't like Shelley at all. I just don't. I just is don't. it all you
5: two are going to do all weekend? Smoke dope? Is there a law against <laughs> it, man? The, I like that. That's funny. I like
3: Why, well, I mean, Is there a law against
5: it? <laughs> do something better with your life? Like what? I can't think of anything.
3: Right? <laughs> I, I don't care. I like that. that yeah, that was cool. actually okay. It's funny. It's funny.
5: Debbie... Uh, is pregnant in this movie so that counts as a double kill in a way but wow that's a- uh, I just think it's weird that she's sitting up in the closet when she's dead <laughs> and almost like a prop waiting for uh, Chris to come in and discover her and then fall on her that's kind of that's like the Halloween shit you know like the the funhouse bullshit which I don't like
8: well it's like okay why in the hell would he have stuck Rick, what the fuck is his name? Andy. Andy. Why the hell would he have stuck Andy's body way up in the rafters? I mean, <laughs> and how did he do that? What, he he couldn't he couldn't step on the bed to do it because it's a hammock. Can you imagine him climbing? Or, ding! Can you <laughs> can you imagine him trying to step on a hammock with a body in his? And he swings back. <laughs> And there's no blood anywhere until it drips down onto her magazine. Why Strategically, not?
5: Strategically, right. Yeah, that would have been gushing, like blood. Po- oh, my God. You, you'd mop it up for a weekend.
3: Oh, yeah, especially was, the way he looked when they showed him.
6: Yeah.
5: Well, another what the F. Chili, her panic mode is just bizarre. It's like this slow run with this squealing like, eh. Just, like, running slowly through the house in no real direction or no purpose. It was just so weird. And then... She was high as fuck. Keep that in mind. Yeah, maybe. And then Jason, nope. you know, gives her the hot poker in the bread basket. That was the best part. It sounds sexual. And then she, go, she just stands there and lets him do it. Like, she she's just like eh. she just makes a face when he steps from the stomach it's just the weirdest high person I've ever seen like it's exactly I guess that's it she was just baked so she couldn't have any real her reaction frame of,
8: time was slowed
5: it's slow bad. yeah it's so bad um
3: I got the well for her I have a question you guys think Jason put the fucking snake in the in the fucking in, in that thing
5: well, what was it? A pet snake or something? Oh, oh no, no, no. It was, uh, it was hamsters a it was or a... mouses are supposed to be in there, right?
3: No, because I think it was that's rabbits. Why the, the it was rabbit, rabbit, rabbit got punch. Off.
5: Oh, right. rabbits. Okay. And it
3: scared fucking what's his name. So it wasn't supposed to be there.
5: I think a, a snake just got in. You think a snake just got in? Yeah, yeah
8: that's what I'm thinking, too. Was
5: but... he a fucking snake handler now? <laughs> I don't
8: know. I'm just asking.
5: <laughs> well, it, <laughs> it literally scared the shit out of him. Though. He's a
8: Jason the prankster. <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's like, wait till he sees this shit. I'm gonna yep. dedicate the whole day. He gotta walk past his cage, man.
8: And this is gonna make him have to go, and then I'll get him
3: in the bathroom. That's it. He goes, I'm gonna scare the shit out
5: of him.
8: Literally.
3: See? It's
5: all that crap you've been stuffing yourself with.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why they set that up, because he did eat crab peanuts and, and Sunny D and the donuts, so and then a snake, i shit too. What about the cars? Ginny or Rick? Which one do you prefer? Beetle. <laughs> Yeah, they're the same.
8: Jenny's yeah. Volkswagen, but Jenny had the cute little convertible, so I'll
3: go with that one. Yeah, I like Jenny's too.
5: Yeah, Jenny, and plus Jenny's uh, windshield isn't made out of a plate of glass. <laughs>
3: That's true. It's safer. It just has that piece of shit in the back, and it won't start.
5: <laughs> well, uh, the Rick's battery's dead, so I don't want to be in that one either.
3: That's true. Now, how's this? Shelley's trick would have been impossible to do when he jumps out of the water and grabs fucking Vera's leg.
5: Explain.
3: Because remember, she was sitting out there for a while. You saw her walk outside after she did that famous move. I don't think so. He could know. have
5: been hiding under the deck.
3: Hold on. But he was inside. She walks outside. Then oh. she sits down at the fucking edge of that thing as she's chilling. For him to go and put on a suit and try to submerge himself in that water, in that quiet area where there's nothing going on, there's no way possible he would have been able to get in the water, swam that far, and no way that it would be that deep. And swam that far just to come up and fucking grab her foot. It never would have happened.
5: You're right. That's a what You're the right. fuck moment.
3: Yeah. Yep. It's just, I think that every time I've seen it, it just, you know.
5: Did you realize that, uh, eh, never mind. And
3: people, <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> Nothing.
3: People like to talk shit about fucking the, the remake and what a great shot Jason is with the arrow, with the fucking bow and arrow. And the Oh, kids, yeah. Even though that scene is awesome. All right. And boom, dead. All boom. right. Right. <laughs> and that's great. But about that he did the same thing in this movie one shot boom right in her fucking eye you know the odds of pulling that fucking shot off
5: yeah thank god he had that string attached to it <laughs>
3: <laughs> and i i'm not knocking the movie i just you know well you I know found it
8: funny the thing yeah. is that he was aiming for her heart so he really is a
5: shitty shot <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> right there, the heart and damn <laughs> All right, let's get to some kills here since we're talking about death. You got Harold with a meat. If you have anything to say about these, stop me. You got Harold with a meat cleaver to the chest. Edna needle through the back of the head. Fox pinned to a wall. Loco stabbed with a similar tool. The prongs are different when they. Oh yeah, check this out. So Loco is stabbed with what is that called? That thing? Pitchfork. Pitchfork. Pitch yeah, um, dude. Sometimes things don't come to me. I don't know why. You're talking.
3: um the floor.
5: When I'm on the the wagon long enough, you'll see. I'll be a lot sharper one in the future. Um, When Jason... Now, I don't know if it's reverse how I'm saying it, so don't give me shit about this, but when Jason stabs him in the stomach, it has four prongs on it, and when he feels it through the back of his body, like, I guess for some reason, he had the burning desire to see, to feel it come out of him, so he went and reached around and felt the prongs come out of his back, and there were five of them. Hmm. It... There was more prongs out of his body than there were going in it. <laughs> That's
3: weird. I never know if
5: dead. Ali was uh, seemingly clubbed to death oh, with a that. wrench.
3: What the fuck is with that? How come this guy, not once, but twice? I'll bring it up in, in the finale because it, it'll make more sense there. It's
5: okay. Handstand kill. We were talking about that. We got, okay, now who did it better? Jack Burrell or Debbie. They kill where the killer grabs the back, the their forehead, and rams a knife from underneath them, laying down, and it comes out of the the neck chest area. Burrell. Hmm. Everyone's going to say the name Tom Savini, but in reality, Debbie's probably looked more real and natural. I think they're both great scenes. Right.
3: I guess if I had to pick. I'm going to pick Jack Pearl because of Savini and, you know, <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> you sorry, but it's, but it's the blood. It looks really bloody and cool to me. I have no problem with the way that effect was pulled off. So, but they're both very good. I'm not taking away from Debbie. That's a fucking cool ass scene. Um, that's really
8: tough because I think that there are things about the Kevin Bacon kill that look amazing. One of them being the accident that caused the blood to spurt. I I, I really dig that even though it wasn't intended to do that. I think it's cool. But I think I'm going to have to go with the Debbie one. Um, Even though it's almost exactly the same scenario, I like the fact that she is reading the magazine and the blood drips down in the magazine. And then she's like, huh? And then um, plus, I think it's a little bit more believable that he could reach around a hammock. than I've always had issue with like Stretch Armstrong, Jason. Or not even Jason, but Stretch Armstrong, Mrs. Voorhees reaching around a bunk bed to grab him from beneath. I mean, don't you think that her arm would have to be really fucking long to do that? I mean, picture yourself lying under a bed and then try to reach around. You're grabbing the edge of the bed. You know, you're grabbing, you're not, I don't think you're going to have enough strength, like enough power, like wow. enough leverage to give yourself <laughs> enough power to hold somebody like Kevin Bacon down, you know. Wow, anyway,
3: good call. I,
6: I, <laughs> I never go thought about Debbie.
3: that. Wow. All these times I've seen that movie, I never, it never, I guess I'm too wowed by the fucking blood, by the, by, you know, by the gore of it. Especially now, I agree with you about, I think that the fact that there was an accident ended up, I, I think it ended up looking better that way. But.
8: Oh yeah, totally. But I, there's something about Debbie. Debbie Kill that I've always really liked. And so I'm going to have to go with that one.
3: They're both very good. Yeah, I'm surprised, too, but they're both very good kills, so... You like Debbie? Alex?
5: Um, There are things, yeah, th- in ways I think it's, it's better. It's not as climactic. But also, let's point out that this is another thing where the part three mirrors part one. Right down to the blood dripping on her, looking up, then getting that exact kill, which that kill in itself is a mirror of part one. Like, there's a lot of things. Part one and threes of stuff always...
8: I think it makes sense uh, more in part three because, apart from the whole long arm scenario thing, there's the oh no, sorry, that was situation shit. Um, <laughs> apart from the whole long arm thing, there's the, you know, how is she going to have the strength to push up through an entire mattress and also
5: can yeah, and all the coils and everything up through
8: his chest? And I think that that's why they put them in a hammock in that. Like, I think that whole hammock thing was built around the fact that it really makes sense that you could stab somebody through the back that way.
3: Wow. Very good. I almost feel like changing my pick. Wow. That's fucking, wow. That's good Thank you, Wow.
5: <laughs> it's going to be, we're going to lock it in pretty soon.
3: <laughs> no, it's okay. And I love them both. And I'll still, I'll stick with it for Sabine. It's okay. All
5: right. So. Shelley. Shelly, Shelly nice. lived an insanely long amount of time with his throat ripped open wide open like who has their throat ripped wide open and lives through taking the mask walking out shooting Vera and then all that stuff and then only before Chili dies do you this asshole is living in that bad health to begin with with a one inch gash ripped through his entire throat. <laughs> Yet, when they just slit the throats of people in movies, they just drop to the floor and they're just instantly dead. Like, there's not nah, choking on blood, there's nothing. But somehow he survived that. I, That's amazing. I guess
8: in that situation, I just always imagined he didn't kill him or he didn't slight to slip it, cut his throat until right before that. Like, I just figured he picked up the. You know that Shelly had left the mask and and the spear gun lying somewhere, and he picked him up and then used him, and then all the other stuff happened, and then because we don't actually see when he attacks Shelley,
3: so I don't
5: know. I mean, I, I yeah, you can work around it, true, but but aren't you glad you, you say- saw it
3: though? I mean, they could have just left it at that, where he went into the barn and obviously it, it's Jason now with the mask on. They could have just left it at that and not seeing it, so. At least they gave us them. You got to see some more gore.
5: Oh, dude! I posted the picture on our Facebook page.
3: And it's a
8: fantastic. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. The, that gash in his throat is huge. Yeah. And
5: you can see what he ate five minutes ago.
8: And yeah, yeah it's pretty, <laughs> pretty grody. It was. A- and then you have Ch- uh, Chili's reaction to Shelly, and we already oh, have yeah. Shelly's history of playing pranks as if he'd been murdered. So um, that wolf. allows us to question, for even for a second, whether or not he's serious.
5: Yeah, it ties together. It's so like it actually Wolf all
3: day. It looks great. I'll tell you what. I think that whole scene with Shelley is is excellent. From the time he walks away until after Vera gets killed, in the strut is one of the strongest uh, like five minutes of the film. Like, I, uh, how about the music that they're playing? Bowm,
5: fucking... bowm, bowm.
3: No, before. Yeah, like, what, what, like when what song? Oh, not the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> when Shelly's walking up to the barn. And they play that music, that doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. I think that's fucking creepy. I think it's great. It was something that they put in this movie. And they, 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 they toyed around with the music a little bit in this movie. They added some other parts. And that, that's another reason, going back to the beginning, why I don't hate on the beginning. Because it was only the intro for the movie. The rest of the movie is all Manfredini, and he was experimenting with it, too.
5: So, I think that music tried to convey the idea of 3D and like stuff coming at you. I think it was, more than anything, it was made to fit that opening thing.
3: I agree. That's why I said it fit. It fit the movie perfectly. It did. Mm-hmm. Right. But but when Shelly walks into the barn or towards that barn, you hear that music playing there.
5: Do do It's so creepy. Maybe I'll pull that. Oh, it's great. So we so we were talking about the fire poker and the bread basket. We now the the worst kill of the movie. Let's face it. Clearly, it's just Chuck getting thrown into a power circuit. <sighs> that was just like a okay.
3: They dropped the ball.
5: Yeah. Stupid. Uh, Rick's head getting squashed. That was a 3D, you know, that was full full throttle 3D. And um it was horrendous. I mean, the pl- yeah. his head was a fucking plastic toy with an eye that shot to the camera. There's there's got to be other ways that that could have worked. Like it just seemed like if they asked me to do that, that's probably the best I could do to To think that a paid Hollywood prop man or whatever you call those people, you yeah. at least have Rick's real face and at the very last second you cut to the eyeball or just insert the eyeball and post do something else like that had to be the worst choice ever they fucked up the three
6: d
3: hurt the film it did. It's, it's unfortunate they had the capabilities obviously we had amazing special effects practical effects fucking maestros working at this time it could all be done but apparently because if we want to see an eyeball pop out let's fucking skimp on the frig on everything else it's just it was all gimmick it was the times it was you know it was 3d it was the time it just like now sometimes it hurts films now when you see them it's like, oh, well, they did that because it's fucking 3D and it would have been better if they didn't. So It's like CGI. Sometimes it works great and sometimes it doesn't. You have to use it in, in certain aspects
5: only. Yeah. You and know? what a great setup to that death. Chris goes outside and says, Rick, and he's being held right next to her. But I just love
8: that scene. <sighs> so cool. You've got the wind blowing yep. and like, she's being blown around and it's sort of, um, and she is truly terrified at that point. Like it just feels so real. And, you know, when she's screaming for him, you know, uh, like also when she's backed into the corner and she's calling for him, you know, it just, it wrenches at my heart because I mean like it just, she feels so, Alone and terrified, and then to see him right off, like right out of her view, struggling and not able to do anything—you know—it's just that is to me is a horrifying
3: moment. Yeah, it's awesome. That's see, that's that's one of I mean, when Alex said it was filmed beautifully earlier. That's one of the shots where you could say it was. It was a oh, wide. That,
8: really. I agree with shot. that. That is a beautiful yeah. scene. That that. Yeah. I and I, I've mentioned that on a previous show, even how that is probably one of my favorite scenes in the film. It just it it looks amazing.
6: Oh, it's,
5: it's it really caught my caught my eye.
8: Yeah, I'll never forget when we went to go see this in the theater. We went in the afternoon, and it was my mom and me, my stepbrother, and my two stepsisters, and we went to go see this. And <laughs> I, for some reason, my brother mouthed off at my mom, and she slapped him across the face. <laughs> In the middle of the theater. <laughs> I, was, I don't remember what he said, or what the, but I just remember that. I remember him getting his face slapped and then us sitting down to watch Friday 3 in 3D. But, <laughs> 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 but see, back then, no one thought anything of that. You know, I mean, slapping your kids in right. public, that was no big deal. <laughs> when she slapped him in
5: the face, did the blood of his mouth come at you in 3D? <laughs>
8: no, no, no. <Ben.
5: laughs> Well, uh, so then the the last two kills are actually, you know, Jason gets hung, survives, oh,
6: <laughs>
5: survives, and then Ali comes out, he, out of, of, I guess he was just knocked out. Jason cuts his, his, the middle of his forearm and slices it off. His hands fall on the ground. And I don't know what happens. I guess Jason starts stabbing him or something. I forget, but...
3: I don't get it. The same thing happened twice.
8: Uh. The the big question here is how does Ali survive the initial attack <laughs> when Jason has the power to squeeze someone's head until it pops? You're going to tell me he hits him five, six times with a pipe wrench and it doesn't do anything? His head <laughs> would have been fucking pulp.
7: True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's why. because Well, that's why he was so... Brutal during their second encounter because he was pissed off because he realized whatever he did the first time, you know he's like he's like this guy is like a super black person because obviously black me. people are like super and they will come back. <laughs> Who do they think the, the
5: extra bone in his ankle saved him? Probably. <laughs> well, what's her name was this so
3: super when she was stuck to the fucking wood with a pitchfork in her in her neck. <laughs>
5: Yeah, she wasn't so super.
3: And that seems great, by the way. The way the reveal of it, when, when he turns around and sees her hanging there, the music. That's something I like. The pitchfork in 3D, that part. That was-
5: yeah, yeah, I like that. She was like, Loco. And he's like, Fox, I thought you were dead. I'm black, motherfucker. I ain't dead. <laughs> what the fuck? Get me off this motherfucker.
3: <laughs> Chase is like, I'm the only one that's supposed to be invincible.
6: Yeah.
5: Said, fuck you.
8: How about when, after Chris nails him in the head with the axe, you get that. He turns around and reaches for her. He's coming at the camera awesome. and reaching for her. That is a, actually it was my, this past Friday the 13th, it was my, um, my cover photo on Facebook. Uh, that is an amazing scene. It looks yeah. fantastic.
7: I love it. The whole- like the, and then he goes, you know, with that arms out and shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, up. and
8: so he's coming at her, but he's coming at the camera, um, and it's just—it's really cool. I—I I love that.
3: Yeah, it's awesome. The whole final chase is to me is just fucking some of the best. Second best chase in
5: Friday history.
7: First it's best, close.
3: maybe first. It's—it's it's, they're neck and neck to me. They're—they're
5: they're amazing.
7: For, Dave, just admit it's better than two. This
5: is my
8: favorite chase. I love. The whole part in the cabin where they're going up, you know, they're running around upstairs. She stabs him with the knife. He pulls it out of his leg. He throws it oh. and hits, and it lands in the wall like right by her head, which is cool. Then she goes to try to climb out the window. I love that he grabs her by the jacket, and her little feet are kicking, and she looks so cute right there. I don't know what it is about that scene, but she looks so cute with, and it looks like her feet are so cute and tiny, and they're just kicking, and she's like. Eh, eh. And she's, <laughs> If I fall out of a second story window, then I'm doing that family guy fall thing where my arm is folded across my back.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that was pretty hardcore how she just fucking wrapped a rope and just hung his ass. Like, that's hardcore.
3: The way he looked when he hung. I mean, it's, it can't be a real person. It had to be a dummy, but it looked fucking incredible because of the intensity. No, it was a real
7: person. <clears throat> yeah, it was a dummy it's, at the last second. It
3: had to be a dummy, yeah, because you couldn't do it to someone. Do you see how good that looks? It Don't you guys know what happened? They wouldn't what? let Ted White do it,
5: apparently. Dude,
7: it was a Ted White. He, they didn't even know he existed yet. i mean richard brooker (laughs) dude check this out dude richard brooker broke his neck and became paralyzed because of that right just for the movie he did
3: they wouldn't let brooker do it that's why i assumed it was a dummy because look at the way he's hung there's no way
5: that's real there's a huge flaw in this movie i'm sure you've guys seen this before in the hanging scene a major flaw you know i haven't seen it (laughs) okay check it out ready so chris puts the rope around him pushes him off right Mm-hmm. So, the next scene you see is from the floor point of view, and Jason's coming down, and his feet are kicking, and it comes down to the camera, right?
6: Yeah. Or
5: maybe you forgot that? Well, here's the thing. The editor messed up, and for a second or two, you see that Jason's just sitting there, on, the, just hanging there, as a prop, a right about to let the rope go, and then he starts kicking, and then goes down, and it tugs and stops. Like, it's a real person. And they wanted him to kick his legs so that you see that. But all they did was put, nobody hung anybody, they put a harness around your body, and the thing that's around his neck is fake. And it actually doesn't go all the way around his neck, it just looks the way, but it's tucked somewhere, you know. And so that is a real person
3: well the way his neck snapped always looked so convincingly real to me that I figured it couldn't be
5: yeah tr- tr- next time or just tonight go back and watch it and when she hangs him just stare at the screen and don't blink and you'll see when they cut to the angle of him and he's going to come down and, and hang watch he's just, he's just sitting there waiting for them to do that
3: well it elevates this movie even more as far as I'm concerned because I thought that hanging was a dummy and I always thought you know how does that look so real and fucking Rick's head looks so fake <laughs> how, how how they pull right. this trick off but that looked like a piece of shit but that that makes up for it because I think the, when, when they show him with the legs kicking and then the ultimately with you know when he's hung I think it's so fucking incredible
5: is Jason well hung?
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> ask Chris <laughs> 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 Yeah. That's so evil.
3: Oh, fuck.
5: Oh, man. I can't be
3: alive. Can't
5: be alive. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. I put that in my song, you know. I just had that quote. Yeah. Well, that's I said, that's hold awesome. up, wait a minute. Can't be alive. Oh, not so fast. <laughs> um, I guess we'll get to the end. Now, what do you guys think? You know, I said it before. Jason's mom... ...jumping out of the pond, number one, makes zero sense because it's not Crystal Lake, and two, why did she have a head? Her head was chopped off, and you could say, well, it was a dream, and it was, obviously, a hallucination, but it doesn't matter because Chris wouldn't have known anything about the mom to begin with at all to even picture the sweater or anything, and two, if you're making this movie... It's all about the filmmaker. As a filmmaker, if somebody said, Alex, we want Jason's mom jumping up out of the water. I'd be like, okay, so she's dead and all that? Yeah, but she'll just jump out of the water as like a ghost. i go, okay, cool. And I would I would d- design something with no head on it
3: now why would a ghost not have a head though if you believe in ghosts, if my head gets cut off and I become a ghost in the afterlife you think I'm headless because when I was alive I got my head cut off
5: okay well then what you do is you hire the real Pamela uh you hire Betsy Palmer and then you just have it like uh like a two to something where she doesn't fully materialize on screen like they shoot it and overlay it so she comes off like a ghost I'll give you that that would have been cool
8: Except I don't think Betsy Palmer would have done it.
5: Exactly. No. So if you're going to have a decayed, rotting, dead person, then you better match the fucking head being missing. Because now <laughs> you're you're acting like it's her dead body that just came up out of the water, uh, much like Jason in part one. That was supposed to be his drowned dead body.
8: Yeah, but, I mean, you made the point yourself when you said it, none of that really matters because Chris didn't know dick about that anyway. She didn't know who Jason was. She didn't know anything about his mother. She didn't – and I've actually had this conversation with someone before, and they're like, well, if she spent any time – oh, it was on the Facebook page. If she spent any time there – Then she must have heard of Jason and his mother. So maybe that's how she knew.
5: But she knew how she dressed?
8: But she didn't – well, and that's the thing is just because she may have heard of Jason, she clearly didn't know who he was because she would have mentioned that to Rick when she was telling him the story of being attacked in the woods. She would have said, oh, Jason attacked me in the woods. You know, Jason Voorhees, you know him. We heard about him as kids. (laughs) So clearly she didn't know anything about that. Nope. And if she didn't know anything about that, why would she know anything about his mother? She wouldn't have known anything.
5: Right. Nothing. So if, But but if you're going to go with the sweater, lose the head is what I'm saying.
3: Oh, yeah, I, I but,
5: you know. Come on.
3: Look at it this way. Now,
5: I never, that never bothered
3: me. Never even crossed my mind. Dude, you're taking away the mythology of the whole fucking thing. Hold on, hold on. It never crossed my mind until I met you when you butted up uh, on clad. And I was like, "Hmm." I go, "That's interesting." But it, I'll have, I had the same response. It never bothered me that that happened. But now, uh, here's what I think: that was just a nod to the fans because it was supposed, like I said earlier, it was supposed to be the end of the franchise. You should have nodded
5: so much, her head fell off. So <laughs> 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 <From> the, yeah, <laughs> in the water.
3: It was supposed to be the end of the franchise. It was just a nod. To, now think when think she grabs it
5: this, her, her head actually just rolls off because it's it's sliced. That would be cool.
3: That could have been something. But then if it wasn't, if it, it, look at it this way, if she would have jumped out of the water without a head, no one would have known who the fuck it was. Oh,
5: really? I think that's exactly how we'd know. Who knew? Who knew who she? was? You think that we recognized her because of the head?
3: Well, I mean, it does. It does do a decent job. of lo- You know what it looks like? It looks more like the head in in part two in the fridge. Than it looks like any other head uh, in, What? in it ever looked like It looks
5: it more me. like the head on the mantle of the of the shrine or whatever you call it.
3: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine too. I'll, I'll say that. But that was a little more shriveled up. This one had a little more life to it except for the worms in its face.
5: I don't know. It just uh, seems to... I can't believe you don't agree. That's crazy.
6: Well
3: here, here's what it is. Well, hold on now. If, if you think that makes no sense, then you're talking about a series where if Jason jumped out at the end of the fucking lake in part one. How did he survive? He should be a ghost in fucking part two. Right. So why should this be any different? I mean, if you're willing to accept... Because you just don't keep
5: making mistakes.
3: No, but I'm saying you're willing to accept what happened between part one and part two, but you're not willing to accept what transpired okay. here. Jason it's just, and
8: the lake in part one was a was in her imagination. That didn't well
5: happen. Well, then who pulled her under?
3: She
8: Nobody? fell.
5: She panicked and fell out of the canoe.
3: Okay, so even if that did happen... <laughs> Then oh, you're gonna try to believe that part two was what it was—that he survived out in the woods, he didn't really drown as a child, and fucking all those years he survived on his own and just, he never bumped into his mother again or went back home and lived, and then and then went he, to Alice's house and did all this fucking shit. You're willing to forgive that, but you're not willing to
7: forgive a, the head on the woman. No, I'm not. You know, you know what I'm okay. wondering? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe That's Pamela what? is supernatural too, just like Jason. And the only reason that she died was because she got decapitated. I don't know. Oh, like Michael Myers? (laughs) Right. Well, maybe, yeah. And maybe, like, she passed the gene to Jason. And that's how, like, he regenerates himself and stuff. Because she could do the same thing.
3: Yeah, then he became a worm. Yeah, I know.
7: Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> not get there.
3: No, I, I understand why you have a problem with it, Alex. I do. I, and, and if someone says that, I, I, I understand that. I'm not ignorant. I, I do get it, what, what, what the issue is. But it just it just never bothered
5: but me. But you're not going to get worked up over it, right?
3: No, okay. it just never bothered me. It is, it's a nod to the fucking fans of the series because they were going to close the series out. Why not do that? And I think you should have come up without a head.
5: I think it would have. Awesome. Dude, my fucking picture is iconic.
3: It wow. would have been. I think it just would have confused more people. than. No.
5: Any- okay, let's all take a vote. Who thinks it would have confused people? Uh, Jamie, would it have confused you if, if she popped out of there with no head and a blue sweater?
8: Well, no, I don't, I would have known who <laughs> it was, but...
5: Okay, Mike, would confused- you be confused? Well, you would have and- known who it was, but the average fucking guy... Who's on part three, right? That may or may not... I don't know. I... And you're wait, you're looking you're literally looking at her head at the beginning of part three. If you're not
8: familiar with this series, you're not gonna know who she is head or not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So if you're just average guy watching this watching only this, you're not gonna have any clue who the fuck that is. Mm -hmm. She could be holding a sign and you wouldn't know who she was. Check it out. It makes no sense. Well she does actually doesn't even have the name Pamela yet, but Mrs.
3: Voorhees, who the fuck is that? <laughs> it, it makes no sense that she came out of the water to begin with because she didn't die in the fucking water. But Jason, it makes sense with her coming out of the water at the end. That Zero makes sense. no sense.
6: It so, makes no as long sense as makes because no
8: sense.
3: didn't know who the fuck she was and she that didn't
8: know anything so did. about it. So that wouldn't have, that it, it the whole thing doesn't make any sense. It was
5: an add on that failed. It was a failed add on.
3: Nothing about it makes sense, but you may as well
8: leave a head on. I think, honestly, the alternate ending where it shows where she – the dream sequence, rather than her mother – his mother coming out of the water, the dream sequence is him chopping off Chris's head and then her waking up in the police car. That makes
5: much more sense. Now, why didn't they go with that one? No, I The think other dream because sequence they, was bad. they
8: wanted to do a nod to the original. They wanted to, it was another way to compound the the similarities
5: between one and three. But that was a nod, because when you cut Mrs. Voorhees' head off, now you're cutting Chris's head off. Well, that's well, a fucking that's nod. That's true.
8: You're right. That is a nod. But they decided they wanted to do it this way, I guess. I don't know. Oh, oh
5: the, the dumber, nonsensical nod. That makes more sense. You can't have two dream sequences, one
7: after. Well, I would – why not just not have it be a dream sequence and just really decapitate her and just end the movie on a I'd down I'd be fine note. with that,
8: too. But I yes. think that and, – and to be honest, that's what they would do probably today. it would be awesome. But in the 80s, people weren't that nihilistic. True. Well,
7: then let's, let's – That's I, just I, the way it was. You're yeah. right. I want to go back to the 80s and make it happen and just well, be like here people do. deal with it. Yeah, right. Make them deal with it. You yeah.
3: can't them. beat the first dream sequence, though, when she wakes up. And fucking, she's the bloody-headed fucking of Jason in that window looking at her, making that noise and running out. That's as scary as fuck to me.
8: No, and yeah. and I think it is too. Oh my! Um, I can't watch it even, to this day. Because everyone, I mean, you're like, is is that for real? You know, I mean, because <laughs> he just fucking came back after you thought he was dead at the end of part two. So it's highly believable that he could be coming after her at that point and the way he grabs around the frame mm. that freaks me oh out like when he's grabbing around the frame of the window and then he comes wow. bursting out the door
3: I think that's wow. really scary
7: yeah when he kicks the, the screen door open it's so I cool. I still don't watch it I've never Man. seen that part in its entirety what?
3: Mike it's the why? first thing I ever saw and it's why I'm here now because it fucking blew my mind because it's so scary <laughs> and
7: amazing I've I've never Everything seen it in its it. entirety why? when 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 what I know scares you that much? he's like at the frame and he's like <laughs> and he's like <laughs> I, I look away, and then when I hear the door break, then I know it's safe to look back again. <laughs>
6: that's oh, <wow>. cute. <laughs> that's funny.
3: <laughs> and it's so believable because everything that he already survived, the hanging and everything else, and the fact that there's blood on his face, it would have been from the axe that she gave him. So that's, what, that's why it's a great trick, because it's like, oh, sure. at least they... They thought there. They didn't do like with, with Jason's mother's head. They they did. They they put some thought into it and said, "Hey, let's put blood on the face because if there's no blood on the face, <laughs> it won't make any sense." Then imagine that we'd be going fucking crazy, bitching about it.
5: But so so, Chris pretty much loses her marbles, and that's the end. I mean, she she literally cracked. She just cracked. She was already high strung because he chased her and kept fumbling, fucking, falling all over the place, and <laughs> then she woke up in her bed. <laughs> you know after that whole bizarre encounter and then you know she was already high strung so she goes there all her friends are dead and uh, she couldn't handle it and cracks so that's the end of the movie and she's she's nuts
8: I love that too I love and there I go ding. I, <laughs> I'm crazy about how she pulls off crazy
3: yeah she was good and you know she's
5: yeah it's great
3: it is great She very good performance by her absolutely and I
5: like how she looks out the back window when they're driving away like you would think that she doesn't want to see it anymore but
3: no she's convinced she wants to make sure he's not coming after her because they mm-hmm. shouldn't believe he's dead yep she's like holy fuck he's coming he's coming
5: oh my so, gosh so uh let's I hand mean
8: she's out. not Marilyn Burns but she's pretty fucking close <laughs> right no right
3: <laughs> this is true
11: hey guys Brian Sammons here wow three years that is huge There's a lot of shows that never even get half that far. And then there's a lot of shows I never even listened to that long. But you guys have been delivering the goods time and time again. And here you go, you just reinvented yourselves, and you're still killing it. I gotta say, I love the addition to uh, the new guys. I know Mike's not new, but he's new to me because I wasn't listening when he was first part of the crew, and I think he's an excellent addition. And then there's Dave Z, who's already on a million other shows, but I love that he's here now with Alex and Jamie. The four of you have a great charisma. It's enjoyable to listen to you goof around and talk seriously about horror films. I love it when you guys discuss your individual opinions and not only can just say, oh, it's good, but can back up why it's good. That's important to me. Everybody has an opinion, but not everybody can express it well. You guys can. So for that and many other reasons, I am happy you're still around post-100 episodes. And I will continue to listen to the crew for as long as you keep putting out shows. So, congrats again on reaching three years. I can't wait for three more. This is Brian Sammons, out.
5: So let's hand out some awards. Now, uh, best kill of the movie. What do you guys think is the best kill of the movie? Usually people say Vera. Uh, People say uh, the dude Andy getting the handstand kill. That's
8: my favorite because I love the shot. I love the under the floor, you know, with the acrylic floor camera Mm -hmm. angle that we get. I love it. That's uh, damn it. Ding, ding, ding. Um,
5: (laughs) Yeah, wow. We do say the same things over and over. (laughs)
8: Yeah. that is that is easily my favorite.
5: Okay,
7: Michael J. I gotta go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, jerk off.
3: He never <laughs> announces it. Who are you kidding? He's just gone. Yeah, he
7: yeah. yeah. He wouldn't tell us, home. right?
5: Yeah.
7: Um. Honestly, I think, and this is probably different from when I did it before because I don't remember what I said when I first did the other. Yeah, review, which means that um, none of this means anything, guys. We just hope you're enjoying yourselves. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, watching it again, I really got to say, like. Um, there's, 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 there's like two kills that I can highlight. Uh, one is an off-screen kill. That's Shelley only because when he's discovered, he's like, uh, uh, oh, that's
6: uh, good. Uh,
7: you yeah. You know when he's when he's like struggling to speak, yeah. I enjoy that. And then Chuck when he's getting electrocuted, the way he's like, ooh, Dah. bad call, and he makes the noises as like the sparks are flying. I enjoy that.
5: Wow, that you have you're a, you're a bottom feeder, Mike. Well, hold
7: on, a, think about who you're talking to. My whole Jim. life.
3: Think about who we're talking to, though. In Halloween 6, they did the same type of thing.
5: Oh, yeah. look at that. True. Same. Yeah, but his head didn't explode.
7: Yeah, Halloween 6 executed it um, a lot better. I even agree. though I don't like the head yeah, exploding a cartoon. in Halloween. 6.
3: Ridiculous, but cool.
5: Right. <laughs> okay, so, and J- Dave, you said yours?
3: Um, <laughs> even though we had the debate before, over which was better, and I, t- and I chose the other one, I'm actually going to choose Debbie.
7: Ah. <laughs>
3: that's just a testament to how great the original is. Every fucking murderer is great in the original, and not every murderer in this movie is great. But that's a great kill. I love the way it looks. I love the scene, the fucking knife come up, the setup. Jamie alluded to it before, the whole setup of it, the, the, the blood dripping, the whole thing, and the possibility of it being a double kill, if you want to get technical. But...
5: That's, that's nice. That's what you like about it. And
3: that's not what I like about it. It's just funny. <laughs> I, I had to throw it in there because it's it's one of those things. I guess it's a, um, depending on what website you go to and who it's run by, if it's pro-lifers or fucking. Uh... Yeah, I was going to
8: say, I guess that makes Jason
3: <laughs> pro-choice. Right. <laughs> if, if it's a pro-choice. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what he is. Is he conservative? I don't Although know what the Although that wasn't he is, her but...
8: choice, but um, <laughs> he clearly that... doesn't have a problem with it.
3: But the body count will depend on depending on what site you go on, <laughs> as to what what side of the fucking political fence they've fallen on. So that that actually makes the kill even more intriguing.
7: But no, it's a it's a kick ass fucking kill. So I go with Debbie. You know what? That's what's one thing I wanted to bring up real quick because I I had missed it.
5: Before. Mike, you've been talking too much this this review.
7: I understand <laughs> that, but no, this is this is we talked about this earlier off off air, um, to bring it in. When hey, keep that stuff private. Yes, <laughs> when <laughs> when Debbie dies, and you know um, Chuck and Shelley are downstairs, and she's like, she's like, you know, about talking about her screaming, and about why don't you make me scream like that when we have sex. Debbie did not <laughs> scream when she died. She didn't scream. She was more like, a, you know, it wasn't a scream. So that's bullshit. Well,
8: I Carry think on. um,
7: she's not a screamer.
8: Oh, you mean? Oh, that's right.
7: Yeah, I don't think. A, Sounds more like, you know, an orgasm. No, and that's a pretty fucked up orgasm, if that's, you know, an orgasm sound.
3: They were man-haters, this movie. She, she bitched about him, and later on, she, and, and Chile, bitched about Chuck. said, be a man, man. Then you have an unborn baby being killed.
5: Yeah. I tell you, this movie's political.
7: It's a pioneer. <laughs> it's as
5: political as um, the remake of Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. Dawn Very. Of the day. <laughs> I mean, come on, mm. they were at a mall. Right Jamie, wasn't it,
8: oh, was yeah, that? Oh uh, yeah, that that makes the biggest statement ever.
5: <laughs> so let's get to the stuff. My mind reels.
6: <gasps>
5: <laughs> it's it's strange. I I have like a three-way tie with Andy, Shelley, and I, although I hate it because I'm in love with Vera. So it pains me to see her die anytime I cannot just soak in that beauty. It's it's very painful to me. So, oh, God, I can't even talk about it. Let's just go to the next uh, category.
7: Well, wait. So, wait. When she dies, right, what sound do you think she makes as she hits the water? Is it like, gum up? Like, what does she say? Have you ever um, thought about that? She I think Alice. her brain
5: stopped working once the arrow went through it.
7: Right, but she's like, there's a, or it says, gum up, or something, you know. And yeah, she probably said gum world. up. Yeah. <laughs> gum up.
5: So, speaking of that, hottest girl, um, we uh, the, the vote actually was a tie with... Debbie and Vera. I personally pick Vera. What do you pick, Dave? Yeah, I pick Vera. And Mike picks Debbie, and uh, Jamie picks Debbie. Good. Yeah. So, best couple of the movie. Uh, I easily, easily, Edna and Harold. Uh. That is the greatest relationship I've ever seen in my life.
8: Well, she cares about his health. <laughs> mm
5: hmm. She and
8: she's, you know, she does the laundry and takes care of him, you know
5: she cleans she spends all day he keeps her
8: stocked in corrugated aluminum
3: bathrooms Mm -hmm. (laughs) mhm
5: I think she'll flush she'll flush for him
3: she'll flush (laughs) they're they're, Chuck and Chili are a match made in heaven man they're fucking great they're together they don't even need anybody else the two of them could just hang out in that thing the whole time up in smoke man yeah they're happy as
5: clams yeah they tease
8: each other they you know I really I love them (laughs) I
5: um and plus, he was great in miss Doubtfire. Ding!
8: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also fond of of Andy and Debbie though,
3: so yeah they're okay too. a lot of good couples in this movie. What about Fox and Ali?
9: ooh uh, fox
5: Fox, come on, baby, no one's gonna get hurt. It's fine. Are you sure then why are we sitting their barn on fire? It's all right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying that so Dave so Dave knows what's going on. I'm not setting the bar on fire. <laughs> <coughs> He's
3: only seen the movie a fucking hundred oh, times. Shit.
5: Okay, so let's rate this movie. Uh, Netflix style. One means I hated it. Two means I didn't like it. Three means I liked it. Four means I really liked it. And five means I love it. Mm, Jamie.
8: I knew it. I
5: know and what you're I... going to say that already because you put it in your top ten. So clearly it's five out of five. Yeah,
8: This is a five. Yes, it is. And even with its flaws, which I openly admit that it has, uh, I am just nuts about it. Can't help it.
5: Yeah, I think I said it the most beautifully of anybody. I said, you don't (laughs) have to be perfect for me to love you. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a good guy. Mike, this is interesting. What do you give this?
7: I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five, but I'll tell you why. Because I was just, as we were talking, honorable mention for best couple. Is Chris and Jason? Because not only did he break her vaginally, but he broke her mind.
5: (laughs) Wow, he broke her mind, her spirit, and and her kaiman.
3: Exactly. Very nice, very nice, Mike.
5: That's really interesting, Mike. Thank you.
3: It's looking great. Only Mike could say it. That's awesome.
5: Uh, Dave Z.
3: Okay, well, (laughs) I've said before the first four are the holy grail of slashers. So. I'm a big fan of this movie it's not quite on the level of the others exactly there's there's, there are some flaws right but I love the atmosphere I love it and I love it much more like if you're gonna sit down and watch a slasher movie and I watch a lot of them from the 80's you know you get you, you say here's my buddy Valentine or Maniac or The Burning I they're all very good movies now if you say would you rather watch Friday 3 or those my answer is Friday 3 and um I will... I'll
5: give
3: it a four and a half. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. It's a great
5: fucking movie. I really like it. <clears throat> well, I'm the only one who has to do some redemption here. So, you know, if you listen to the third show and li- and this one, it's obviously very different. It's uh, polar opposites in a way with what I've been saying. Yes, I'll still point flaws out. I'm going to do that to my favorite stuff. So don't even think about that. In show 88, I, I came to a lot of realizations about part three. Uh... In the last year or two, I guess since uh, April 8th of 2013, uh, my viewings of this movie have been a lot more enjoyable. And <clears throat> I gotta stop being so angry because everybody else likes it just because Jason got his mask and I have to not worry about one of your stupid things like that. Especially, I found that horror fans who wanted. ...promote ideas... ...or who want to really get a message across... ...like me in the part three review... ...they seem to... ...have uh, this weird habit... ...where they attack... ...other great movies... ...to prove a point about... ...their favorites... ...which bothers me... ...so when I always... the, ...the movie that seems to be attacked the most... ...when you defend or... ...like promote part three... ...is part two... ...it sucks... part two is it's amazing that a friday the 13th or horror fan would ever attack friday the 13th part two which to me is the greatest slasher of the 80s where slashers were the only real thing going that's the best of them you know and other people say no it's not it's blood it's you know I've, i've heard a bunch of stuff today when i asked that question but whatever to me that this is what it is um so I guess that's why I got defensive And then I did the same thing In promoting part 2, I trashed 3 And then I got it into my head So hopefully everybody could learn from me And my mistakes And you could be better people The way I'm trying to be And see things in a better light and a more you know uh, reasonable and logical light So to me, when I watch this movie Just based on what I'm watching This is a 4.5 out of 5
8: Nice! Yay! Wow. Okay. Nice! Oh. I mean, also, Alex, you're human, and as humans, our opinions change over time depending on the mood that we were in when we watched it, depending on what was going on around us. I mean, fuck, it could be any factor of things. that It's okay, you know? I mean, I've had my opinion change about H2O. Remember how much I hated H2O, and then I watched it again this Halloween, and it really wasn't that bad.
5: No, you watched it for show 88, and you liked it.
8: Did I like it then? I was thinking I hated it then. I was right. thinking that I didn't like it then and I was so vehement about my hatred for it and then after that I watched it again and I was like, "Uh, just kidding
5: oh, guys." Oh, that's right. No, you flip-flopped on something else. You said it wasn't as bad the newest time you watched it. Was it, the, it was remake? the Friday
8: remake? Um when we were talking about remake versus remake Right. and uh I was initially I was like, "Oh, Friday sucks and Halloween's not that bad, and then I watched them both again, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs>
6: <laughs>
8: <laughs> um, but and I still don't like Friday, but uh, the the Friday remake at all. But wow. I do think it's better than Halloween. So you know, uh, I don't know. But I mean, it changed. You know, it. I could watch them again tomorrow and have a completely <laughs> different opinion. That's just the way humans work. Well, so let's just
5: stop here then.
8: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yep
3: cool wow what a turnaround I I didn't think you were gonna go that high with it holy shit that's awesome man oh
5: dude I appreciate it so much and now that my defenses were down oh it's so nice to watch things with clarity oh god and
3: I told you on show 88 the reason why I said yeah no because I've been there
5: you might have turned the whole thing around for me I tried see so thanks for giving me another favorite
3: yeah see see we we all help each other on the show we've we've done it before we'll do it again and um you know, That's what it's about. As far as Pamela's head, I see where you're coming from. I just try not to let it team me.
5: I'm going to post that. I'm going to try to get that picture and the show's banner, actually. With, the, oh, cool. with the
8: headless one? Yeah. Oh, but Alex, nice. no one will know who she is. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> and on that note, the review is over. Hope you enjoyed this remake of a Friday the 13th Part 3 review. We'll be right back.
1: Hi guys, this is Mary J, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew. I when wanted to say that. Anyway, I just stopped by to uh, say hi to everyone and uh, to let you know that um, I've been enjoying all the shows I have been behind, and I'm so glad that I have caught up. Hey, you guys always are amazing and fun to so listen to. Um, I have cried, I have laughed with you guys I even spit my coffee out one time at work Just listening to you guys How you guys have been managing to do such great shows After the 100 show uh, Minus a crew But I'm so glad that you have great friends Alex and that's been sticking it out with you And supporting you um, So I just wanted to say hi to everyone Dave, Mike Matt. Matt was out. Mr. Jonathan Orr. Oh, yo, no, 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 no. That always stop by. Thank you for the shout out. And um, Jamie. I love you, girl. I, 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 I like it. I, 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 I like it. I, 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 I like it. Whoever I missed, I uh, just want to tell you guys uh, that uh, I'll be here sticking it out with you guys and keep up the good work. And uh, I love you guys. Bye.
9: This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Nude on basic cable, technicians at My Skin Labs can now confirm that on the E-Series The Royals, Alexandra Park provided us with the rarest accidental nudity of all, a lip slip. She lets her left leg hang out of her thong while getting in the bed with some guy. The lip slip, it's always hard to find, but it always finds us hard.
0: This is the Mr. Skin Minute.
9: Nude on HBO, Prego Gabby Hoffman went fully nude on the season finale of Girls. While attempting to have a home birth, Gabby bared her famously furry bush along with her boobs and butt. What a crowning skin achievement! on blu-ray laura jacobs and audra van hees get gloriously filthy in muck both of these beauties go topless in this gross out horror flick while laura also bears her plump rub while showering just be careful you don't muck up your drawers
0: mrskin.com back forwarding to the good parts
5: wow what a review what a remake that was the longest review in skeleton crew history for a single movie. And it just flew by for me.
7: Yeah. And five hours later. <laughs> yeah.
5: It was the longest show for... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> but, no, nothing's will, nothing will ever top our eight-hour show ever. Eight hours and 20 minutes. Oh, this is close.
3: I hope not. I hope it does. <laughs> I hope we never record for eight
5: hours. <laughs> so, uh, well, that was mostly clips. Right, right. But, uh, so anyway, we got a couple last-minute votes. And I closed the polls, but uh, Will Wilhelm voted for Debbie... So, it uh, looks like Debbie walks away the winner of The Hottest Girl, and oh, wh- thankfully. one guy less said to remember to say something about the Part 3 review, and obviously we're finished, so I just have to read it now. He said, uh... R- what Les Walker said... <clears throat> Remember to take note of uh, the creepiness and setting of part three. Although it is an 80s movie which has its cheesy moments, the placing him in someone's barn is fucking very effective and scary. And notice the whole first half of the movie, Jason is hiding in the shadows and doesn't turn aggressive till he gets the mask, then his swagger turns the fuck up. LRL. And the kills are very good. I can't wait to see the vid. I just hope you guys acknowledge the uniqueness of the piece. Steve Miner. Love him. Wish he would have done the later sequels. What a vid. <clears throat> I think he thinks this is a commentary. Unle- unless he watches the YouTube. Mode.
3: Oh, he must, just like Jamie did.
5: <laughs> yeah, right? That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> that, well,
3: that didn't make the air. Oh, well. It, well it's still, it's still funny.
5: Yeah, it was very creepy. I think we mentioned some of that. Uh, in one way or another without saying the words uh it was great and yeah steve miner thank you for your contribution to the the strongest franchise in uh in horror history i think you know i mean obviously it went downhill in part five, six, seven, and
7: 8 i disagree on part 6 what? 6 is brilliant i disagree part 5 it went downhill it went downhill in 8 let's just yes. call it like it is yeah
5: 5 is the middle 6 and shit Look, the second half is regular 80s horror movies. The first half is iconic greatness.
3: Well, the first half
8: would, part, would include part five, then, because there are ten of them.
5: No, part five is the bridge.
3: Yeah, I agree. Part five is the bridge, but it still hangs on to, to some of that from the first four. Yeah.
5: Yep. You know, 80s slashers, I'm, I seem to not like a lot of them. Uh, they're just not that good. People will just love them just because they're '80s and they're slashers. But to me, I don't know. I just need something else. And w- when I compare them to these movies, these are so watchable and rewatchable, like insanely rewatchable. And there's so many '80s slashers that I don't even consider I'll ever watch again, like on any level whatsoever. Even if I mildly liked it, I'm not, like Final Exam, I don't, I don't, I, can't, I, I just don't see myself going to watch that again. But I might. You know, but these movies, God, fifty times each one—that has to say something, you know. Right.
3: Final Exam isn't a fucking—you uh, know—I wouldn't say it was a four-star movie, though. It's just an average AD slasher.
5: What? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But right. these would be lumped into the naked, to the untrained eye. You know. True. But we know that this is the best stuff, and that's why we happen to talk about it a lot on this show. It's not just to get more ratings, <laughs> even though we would love that part.
3: No, but that brought us here. It just so happened to fucking that we were Friday the 13th fans. And, hmm. and this whole movie, it takes a life of its own for me and because this was my birth into the fucking horror genre and Friday the 13th. I was being, my parents were out one night for for the evening or maybe for, yeah, I think they were staying, cause yeah, because it was pretty late. So I think they, were, they went somewhere for the evening. And my older brother and his girlfriend were at the house. Friday the 13th party, now at this time I know nothing about horror and uh you know it's 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 in 1984 or sometime and it's on hbo now it, it, back in the day I, I don't know if they still do it but they used to show a movie like in prime time at like eight or ten and then, then they would show it again at like three in the morning or some upscene hour know, of, of you know of the night and uh now i wasn't paying any attention i remember they had it on for at some point and i might have heard them saying something I was just being a kid. I was just playing with my wrestling figures, which I did on a, a fucking, spent a lot of my time doing at that age, fucking at that time of day, you know? And it's the evening time and they're watching it. I was always scared shitless as a kid. I didn't like to fucking go upstairs and sleep by myself. Uh, and I knew that they were there. And I was going to try to, I was going to try to fandangle a way for me to stay downstairs in the living room and sleep down there. Sure enough, I did. And I fell asleep. I woke up at some strange hour, two thirty in the morning, three, whatever the fuck. And what I turn, and because they had HBO playing earlier, it was still on, and they had fallen asleep on the couch.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And so they were out, both of them. And I'm up, and it's dark, and the lights are off, and the TV's playing. And I catch this movie, and all I see pretty much is the last twenty minutes of the movie. So I wake up. And I'm watching this, and it's like the beginning of the chase scene with Chris. Oh,
0: man. That's great.
3: Right? So this is what I'm seeing. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little scared of it, of course. You know, I'm watching. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is crazy. And then, you know, then she hangs him. And then he lifts up his mask, and the hanging doesn't kill him. Because, you know, I'm a kid. I haven't seen this shit before. I think when she hangs him, okay, the movie's over. She fucking killed the bad guy. Whatever. Mm-hmm then that happens then he shows his face and he's fucking deformed and then and holy fuck i mean it's scary and at the same time compelling i'm like oh my god what am i watching you know and then what happens after and the axe to the head and then mm-hmm. go a step further with the fight then you think it's over again and the dream sequence and the fucking this thing jumping out of the water and pulling her under holy fuck i mean to me it was just full of fucking you know it was it was heart pounding fucking out of control, and it was scary. I remember I wasn't able to get back to bed for quite a while after it, and, you know, I didn't tell anybody. I I would have been (laughs) embarrassed to tell my older brother, oh, well, you know, you know that movie scared me because, you know, he was at that age. He was a teen. He was seven years older than me, so I'm trying to be cool. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I'm scared of this movie, you know. I'm not trying to, you know, act like that. So I'm watching it, and, you know, it took me a while to get to sleep, and I was scared. I was like, what the fuck? But it blew me away. I'll always hold this film in high regard. For that final chase, scene, and I still think it holds up. I still think it's a great chase scene. And, you know, I, I, you know, I love that about the movie. Then I went to, eventually I got back to bed. The next day I wake up. I think it's a Saturday or a Sunday. And I find myself thinking about the movie. And I was like, you know, that was scary, but that was really cool. What is this shit? You know, then I learn. Well, it's a Friday. I looked up in the TV guide. I see Friday the 13th part three. That's what I watched. last night. okay, that means there's two other ones. Well, I uh, shortly after that, I had my parents get me a card at the, at the local video place, and I asked them, can I run a few horror movies? They said, fine, I got the approval. <laughs> and it began. I ran in part one, I ran in part two, and then started running the shit out of fucking every slasher, and every horror movie that was released in the 80s.
5: Yeah, man, I love that whole story. It was really cool how you got into it. And I remember I have a little story about... Friday was, you know, House was one of the ones I watched when I was like in fifth grade. But, uh, you know, after that, the next big horror movie I was into was Friday the 13th Part 2. Somehow my dad copied, my dad used to rent and copy VHS tapes back in the 80s. And uh, relatively soon from after it came out, I I think we owned Friday Part 2. And I don't know how, but that's the only one we had. So it was always crazy to me that I have the one without the hockey mask. But at the same time, it was like really creepy to me. And it seemed like the beginnings, like I was there when, before he got his mask, you know. And and that was kind of cool to me. And uh, I remember watching it. It was a summertime. I was home from school. All the windows were open downstairs, the you know warm breeze of the summer nights was coming in the house. It was like 11 o'clock at night, my parents were upstairs sleeping, and I was just watching that movie. And it was just fascinating to me. And that got me into this, and that started the entire show we're doing right now. Friday 13th is what started the Skeleton Crew. Well, you
6: know,
5: we all ended up here, and a lot of it has to do with that series. Well, it's Mike's, I think it was Mike's idea, right? Mike, didn't you say, hey, this is the third anniversary show, so we could get a little history going? Mike, when we did the first 12 days of Friday the 13th, the first stuff we ever did for Skeleton Crew, why did we decide, I guess you realized Friday the 13th was coming up?
7: Well, I said, yeah, I said, okay, because I left Rabbit in Red, I think, uh, the end of February was that incident. So, I think in March was when we started planning, and we're like, oh, Friday the 13th is in April, so what we'll do is, for the big kickoff, we'll um, do one show... You know, we'll start April second because I think we planned it out. We're like, yeah, okay, April Start this date, and we go through, and then the remake would be on the thirteenth. I think that's how we planned it out.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve
7: movies. Yeah, right. And then we just ran with it from there.
5: I always
3: wanted to ask you guys um, when you guys did your first retro. Did you record that? And how many? How many sitting did you record that in? You didn't do. I know. I, there's no way you did. Fucking thirteen. We did shows. one through yeah. four the first day okay
5: then we did five in one day because we had to redo it
7: oh god that was a nightmare
5: because it was just so bad and then we did i think six and seven in one day and then eight and probably nine since we really didn't do it yeah that was like a 15 eight minute we didn't
3: do nine it was nothing. Yeah.
5: maybe we did <laughs> 10 that day also we so probably uh,
3: three sittings maybe four
5: maybe yeah right
3: okay I've always wondered because, I mean, you can tell that it had to have been. I didn't think that anybody would sit there and, all right, let's do a fucking 45 minute show today and then do another one tomorrow. It just doesn't no. make sense.
5: So. And plus, I, the editing, the, the production restraints were insane because we recorded it too late to the release date. We were still recording while these things were already going out. Yeah. So it was really. Oh, that's cool. So right I away, that. we had the... I was
7: balls to the wall. Yeah, we had
5: pressure. We never almost had a moment on the show without pressure. At that whole time.
7: Oh, that first twelve. By the time they were over, we're like, okay, time for a vacation.
5: <laughs> but then it's like, no, we have to do another show in, in in a week. It's like, uh, but it's like, no, don't worry. It's just once a week now. It's like, and that seems like a light load. Now uh, I can't do more than once a month. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, three years ago tonight is when the skeleton crew started, you know, and and the first and the first four shows, the first four shows we reviewed Friday, one, two, three and four. And there was like a magic in the air and the three of us felt it. And when we got off and we got finished with part four, that was like we were on such a high Because we talked about things we never discussed with people. It was just so fun and it seemed so strong and everything we talked about seemed worth talking about and listening to. And it was just like the the standout reviews are part two and part four. Those were the best. The, The first one, we were on shaky ground. We had zero chemistry, obviously. We never talked before, you know, in that format. So we didn't even practice. We had no time. By the time we said, okay, let's do a show, and uh, should we have
7: Dan on it? Yeah, that was the first time I ever talked to Dan, I think, was when we did the first one. Probably. was the first time (laughs) I think I really talked to him.
5: Right. So that had zero chemistry, and we did the best with what we had. And then part two was just magical. Something about it was just like a, a, a euphoric fun and then 3 was a little downer because of uh, what I did and what Dan did to part 3. And then when part 4 hit, we were all on such another euphoric high. It was just it was just perfect. And then we went from the best to the worst review 5, which was saved in post production. Hmm. so that was it was just an interesting thing so we realized because after we were done with that first night we said wow this is easy we're gonna do good we have a good chemistry going and it's fun and all of a sudden we got that fucking wake-up call the right next goddamn day when we went to do part five it's like bam brick wall bitch it ain't gonna be that easy and it's like shit is this gonna be tough and then all of a sudden we have to plod through the rest it was really interesting to to live that i guess
7: yeah, you, know, you recorded that. We did the first part of five, and then we're like, wait a minute, this is going nowhere. So then you stopped, and you did some editing, and we were like, you know, me and Dan were like, we were just off doing whatever, and then you came back, and you're like, "Uh eh. Oh, did I do that? Did I? Yeah, you did some editing. And then said, could we go back that night? Yeah, we went back that night. We were going. We went. Wow. I think till like seven or eight o'clock, and then we stopped. And you took like an hour and twenty minutes, and you sat down and you I cut shit like, out. plowed through that forty-five or fifty minutes. And I think, I honestly think, you saved about twenty minutes, twenty-five 20 minutes of it. And then we went back for like another another forty-five, another we hour, another yeah, forty-five at about like nine thirty that night. And, and we, then from that, we
5: only kept thirty minutes or something, like
7: that. right? And then that was the show. The first twenty that you saved, and then. Whatever you say from that second part, and that was that episode.
5: And in all my, in all my cutting, I, uh, oddly enough, whatever we said about Reggie the Reckless must have been such a boring topic or whatever that I accidentally just took him out of that show completely. And people were like, how the fuck can you not talk about Reggie the Reckless?
7: We talked about <laughs> it, he just was not worthy of... just wasn't interesting. Ways. Right.
5: You know, I tried to make everyone have a great time with every minute of the show. I don't want dead air. I don't want boring shit in there. I don't want, like, idle conversation in there. Unless it's moving along and getting somewhere, I just don't want it. So,
7: like, get rid of it. Yeah, But I think after four was when we decided that that Dan was was probably going to become a a fixture. I think it was after four or five.
6: Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah, well, we started having a lot of fun, and by the time we did Freddy vs. Jason, that was a blast.
7: Oh, God, yeah. I want to listen to that again. It's been years. I only think
3: oh, yeah. I listen. I only listen to these They're fun. Oh, you got to listen to them. They're fun. This was fun, too, though.
5: Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, that's the best part about the skeleton crew is that the fun never ends. We have hit so many roadblocks and so much bullshit and people trying to fuck with us and all this other kind of stuff. And yet we never we just keep on trucking, I guess, if you want to say, you know, it's just it's just crazy. It never it never ends. Um, And the fun never ends. I mean, just when you think a show's down and out, when Mike wasn't on and it sucked for three shows, Jamie comes on and revitalizes everything, Dan, the guy who's been there for so long, is not going to be on anymore. It's like, well, what the fuck? Why, you know, maybe we should just wrap it up at 100. This didn't work out. And then we said, no, why? I mean, we have really good friends who are capable of (laughs) doing a fine show with us and then we went with that then me and Mike patched things up and then Mike's back in the fold and and now look people think that our last two shows were some of the best stuff so it just goes to show you it's a life lesson don't ever quit even if the, the you know you, the chips are down and you key people are missing and stuff you can always you can always make it through if you believe in it and you believe in your vision and you just keep going cuz you believe in yourself and you're having fun with what you're doing and you have the right people around you. Even if the right people are not here anymore, that's because they became the wrong people. That's all that means. People could be great. You know, Dan was amazing. I, I, I loved having him on the show. And he was a, a an amazing person to be with for two years on here. Or two and a half, whatever. And uh, it just eventually declined to a point where we didn't want it no more. He didn't want it and we didn't want it. And now look what happened. Now we're having it. We just had one of our funnest shows ever. So don't ever, ever think it's time to throw in the towel. It's never time. Unless you just lost it. Uh, yeah, the record-breaking numbers of uh, Freddy vs. Jason show is now... This is only on YouTube alone. 89,574
7: views. Holy shit. Wow.
5: I think that's probably the highest uh, thing I've ever seen for a podcast. There might be other ones that have more, but this is... I've never seen anything like that. Evers Jason. Everybody loves it. Yep. They all want to hear about it. <laughs> third anniversary. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us for that long. And uh, thank you, Jamie, Dave, Mike. It's been a blast. you have any closing words for the third anniversary? Well, it's you know, emotional. I loved
8: being here and I love you and I love the show and ding. I am so happy that it has become what it's become because
3: I, <laughs> I
6: just got
3: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and I will There's, say what a great situation it is being here <laughs>
8: ding can you imagine if we weren't all doing this show together yeah shit I gotta go <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh god (laughs) it's it's it's, um i don't know it's just amazing that damn to think when this thing started three years ago that it would still be here today i would have never thought
5: me neither wow i remember making jokes like by the 24th show or something like how many more of these do we have to do Mm -hmm. and i remember somebody got pissed and they were like well, fuck, if you don't want to be here, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no one's telling you to do this. And I was like, like some people just don't get my jokes. Like, I, maybe, I, I okay, if I'm not funny, that's fine. But you got to at least get that I'm kidding. Like, when I bust Jamie's ball sometimes and we play fight and stuff, some people actually get mad at that. And it's like...
8: I know, it's so cute, though. It's so cute that, <laughs> that... um, And I appreciate it, but at the same time, I mean, you know... I, Alex isn't we play that's it you
5: know. yeah don't you think she would have left by now if this was real yeah
3: I mean <laughs> seriously <laughs> unless She's I'm just a huge masochist
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just like Mike Mike's a masochist we know that so exactly <laughs> that's why he's back fuck
5: <laughs> <laughs> he wants to the abuse uh, I love it <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's Skeleton Crew third anniversary great three years Show 3D Friday the 13th 3 three three 3 pleple 3 <laughs> pleple pl- 1. <laughs> plus <Plepiele. ayditals Picasso> <sighs> wow pleple
3: <authority> that's the magic ah, number
5: pleple yep. all right guys well that's enough for rambling so we'll see you again on show f- <clears throat> 4 we have no idea what that's going to be about it pro- you know what probably a retrospective but we're not sure so we'll just tickle your ass with a feather with that one we're not Ooh, really sure about
6: tickles. yeah it
5: might be a retrospective <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Maybe so, maybe not. Good night.
7: See you. Waiters.